We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live. Insomniacs alike, welcome to another UFC watch party edition of the MMA submission. <laughs> As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. Okay. I'm super excited for this one. And what's up? This is UFC Fight Night Rochester. Rafael Dos Anjos versus Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee moving up in a weight class so he doesn't have to cut for 20 days in a sauna. Just no food, no water. He just sits in a sauna for 20 days. Let me pull up the fight card because I don't recognize these guys for the life of me. No disrespect. No disrespect. They're fighting their hearts out. It's actually a kind of crazy fight. This is what we saw in the Rose Namajunas Jessica Andrade fight for those watching at home right now. It's uh, it's the Kimura grip that's used when people are trying to get a takedown. Guess what the counter to it is? An armbar. No. What Jessica Andrade did. Well, uh, yeah. It's a high crotch. Yeah, sure. That too. Well, I was watching a Gracie tutorial on the Jessica Andrade fight, and they were like, that's a textbook move that like a lot of black belts do in practice when they're going for the Kimura grip off the takedown. <sighs> sure it is. Can't it quite is. find it yet. Didn't know. He's got it open. <laughs> it's my Australian friends. Yeah. But, you, you know, I thought that that was pretty incredible, you know? Yeah, the slam, that was something else. And plus it was a direct counter. For sure. Definitely wasn't just trying to avoid getting kimura Oh, wait. She was. Yeah. What do you think about that? That slam. I that was some Conan shit. Yeah, I, I don't think that she was like, let me slam her on her head and knock her out. I think she was like, I want to get out of this Kimura. Yeah, exactly. I think that she wasn't even doing it to, like, rampage her. I think she was like, okay, I know that a high crotch and I think, is the counter I think Rose this. getting spiked on her neck was uh, an unfortunate, unexpected consequence of that. But also seemed like mercy because after the fight, she did not seem that big on fighting. Which was weird because she was d -d 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 dominating. It's super weird. That means that the problem's all mental. It is. Because with Rose, I was watching her fight. And unlike a guy where it translates over to their performance, Rose's mental state did not affect her performance whatsoever. She still went out and performed really well. Absolutely. And if you listen to my prediction before the fight, I did not expect Rose to do that well. I called that incorrectly whereas you see another guy whose mental seems to be wavering a little bit and rory mcdonald tiger woods oh he's back on top no he's not he's back on no, top. he's not wait do you lose again yeah he didn't make the cut for the pga tour what what yeah no he's five over par well he had didn't his time the on the top of the hill dude didn't make a cut he still had a uh, i think it's pretty momentous that he even fucking won, it's fine won the I'm, I'm shocked he, he won the pick masters up a club, dude he won the masters even after that chick slammed him in the head with his nine iron makes no sense i'm shocked that he came to walk around the green with all the energy fucked you know, out of his body not gonna lie i was kind of happy he got a divorce because i could not pronounce his wife's name oh dude she is with i could not pronounce his wife's ugliest name ugliest billionaire but i could never i could not pronounce his wife's name for the life of me and she said I love his money. That's a direct quote. That's, I'm not bullshitting That's people. dark. What's her name? Tiger Woods' ex-wife. Hey, there we go. See? Now now you're she happy is, like I am, too. Uh, Dimey, though. I'm pretty sure she's sexy. Oh, dude. She looks like... Tiger Woods. She's like a Norwegian ex. five. Weave. Ellen Nordig 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 Nordigrand? Yeah, but that's not how it's pronounced. 
Yeah, she's hot, bro. Oh, yeah, she's very Woo! attractive. Yeah. Dude, Tiger's hairline. Oh! It hurts, dude. Even back then, it hurt. That goes to show you that if it if your hair is going, it's going. Dude, why? Not all the money in the world can why save Why is he not committed to shaving? Did you see the Masters photos? Where it looks, he looks like an alien, dude. Like I was sparsely like, peppered food yeah. or something. And like, the, no, but the hairline wasn't even uniform. You know, like, even if it's a receding hairline, it'll still be a uniform line. Uh, he yeah. had one where it was jagged, like... Jiggity jagged. You can't. Like, did you have a barber, my man? Oh shit! Also, did you pull up the fight uh, card so we know who these? We can I properly identify? Sure. It's Ramos versus Hubbard for this first fight, and then we can let you guys know who we think is going to take home the bacon tonight. So you guys can place your bets on like FanDuel or some shit. Oh shit! Hashtag. Oh shit! Not sponsored by FanDuel. Oh, they're swinging a bacon Hubbard's right getting now. lit up. Ramos is uh, going in for the fucking kill, dude. Mealy goes to his jujitsu, though. Jujitsu. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I can't go over shit. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, Google Gore as always. I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not feeling it. I'm going to have to dig deep into the old bag of tricks tonight. Yeah. We have Davi Ramos versus Austin Hubbard. And then next we've... Whoa, that's a rematch. Charles Oliveira versus Nick Lentz. Really? Do you remember their first bout? It was fucking insane. Oh, Vincente Luque? Mm-hmm. Derek Krantz? Who? I could have sworn someone else was going to fight Vincente. Yeah, it's a short notice, I believe. That uh, that Italian cat who's, like, younger than me, right? What's his name? Martin Vittori. Yeah, Vittori. He's Not a 185-er. Oh. Well, shut me up. Yeah, Vicente Luque, he he just had that big win. Megan Anderson's fighting that big, beautiful bitch. Vicente Luque had that big win over Brian Barberena. Remember that? Where Brian Barberena was winning the whole fight, and Vicente Luque snatched it from him at the end. I will climb her like the Empire State Building. Who? Call me King Megan Kong. Anderson? Yeah. Oh, dear God. Megan Anderson's last fight, that was the Katzengana, right? The infamous toe scratch. The toe scratch. Not gonna lie, though, Megan Anderson, though, is hella fine. What? I just picture Wink, Winkle John, watching that fight. And then he watch, he sees, like, the toe scratch, and he's like, oh, God. He's like, flashbacks. <laughs> oh, he's Dude, like, oh, too soon. Honestly, fuck that guy. I'm happy he can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone else to kick out his for what eye. He, yeah, for what he did. Piece of shit. Here's my thing. All you got, especially as, as a fighter... With your gym, all you have with your gym is loyalty, man. If you have a, a group of guys where they've been your ride or die crew for yeah, almost kidding. two fucking decades, and then the trainer just says, you know, take it or leave it. Like we're, we're well, you know how Americans are, especially nowadays. No fucking in the MMA loyalty. community, it's not just rampant, the MMA community, but especially the MMA community. It is the Fairweather fandom is rampant, oh, and it yeah. and it goes into trainers and. And teams and fans. It's just terrible, man. A guy loses once or uh, shit goes sideways once or twice and people just abandon you. I saw a clip of Anderson Silva's old Muay Thai coach. I believe it was his Muay Thai coach. And he literally ambushed and like beat the fuck out of some guy for leaving his gym. Like he switched to a different gym. Well, Why do you leave? That'd be the question. I don't know. 
Because probably because his coach is fucking crazy. I was gonna say that's just, that seems like a good reason. There are reasons to leave gyms, not not if your gym chooses to support your opponent over you. Absolute lunatic. But yeah, even Anderson Silva had to comment on it, and he was like, oh, "Some people are just stuck in their ways." And I'm like, "Hey, for sure, release a better statement." He still condemned him. You know, that's a that's a silent that's like a silent condemnation almost. Yeah, don't be silent. Don't silently condemn someone when uh, they beat the fuck out of someone else. Yeah. For leaving the. That gym. is true. I've that's assault, dude. It's so it's assault, bro. They're murky. You got arrested, there, are, there are definitely murky waters, though. I mean, I'm, I, that's clear cut. Clarify. But I'm saying, like, elaborate. It's weird because everyone has seen like gym fights. Where oh, guys yeah. start off sparring and it just devolves. Well, that's completely different. He, this this coach ambushed him in the street. You know what I'm saying. Obviously, in that case, it's clear cut. But you know what I'm talking about, though. Especially in MMA gyms, it gets dicey but where the lines are drawn between sparring and assault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, literal <laughs> assault. So you have Megan Anderson versus Felicia Spencer. And then after that, you have Antonio Carlos Jr. versus Ian Heinisch. Heinch. Sure. Heinch. Uh, and then RDA versus Kevin Lee, obviously, which is why we're all here. Yeah. We just have to wait for it. My boy Kevin Lee, I believe, is going to take home the biggie against RDA. And do you want to know why, Mason? Why? Just say it. It's a word. Don't just If you can guess it. the one word, you get a golden ticket to Willy Wonka's Pressure. Factory. That's actually better than the word I originally had. <laughs> I was going to say wrestling, but press... RDA can also wrestle, though. No, 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 but... Uh, you're right. It's pressure. Pressure wrestling is why I think it's a combination. I'll take your answer and my answer and we'll slam them together because that's what I believe the key to the fight is tonight. Because if you look at RDA's two last losses yeah. against the now champion Kamaru Usman and Colby Covington, the interim champion, former interim champion. Yeah, I think if you're technically sound and you yeah. can keep RDA on his back foot, you win. <laughs> yeah. And in those fights with Kamaru Usman and Colby Covington, it was pressure wrestling. Didn't let RDA do a damn thing. And I think if Kevin Lee can do that, he'll have a he'll have a road to victory in this fight. But we saw in the Colby Covington fight, you stop putting that pressure on RDA, light you up. So you got to be careful. And his conditioning was sound all the way through that fight. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We haven't seen Kevin Lee fight in a hot second, so. Yeah, his last fight was the uh, Ally Akinta fight. It was. It was rough. It was close. I didn't expect him three, to. Two. I know, but I, 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 I don't know. I just wanted more from him in that fight. I, I think, I think I that think he could do more. That yeah. area, like that opinion, stems from a place of uh, underestimation of Ali Akinta. And I, I don't think that I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people underestimate his skills. Um, I was impressed with Cowboy's performance. I did not expect him to win. I think. I'm pretty sure that if we, I'll have to go back and watch he our own podcast. He like landed something like 300 strikes. I'll have to go back and watch our own podcast, but I'm pretty sure I picked Al to win. You did. I did. Yeah, and he got dominated. Yeah, it's weird because uh, we watched that fight sans commentary, and I thought that it was uh, 3-2. And then I rewatched the Not fight. Not close. Well, we were also interacting with the chat a lot. Didn't get to see it. So I, when, I, when I did cut my attention back, it was because Al was throwing big strikes, right? Yeah. So I saw it as three two, and then I rewatched it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it was a domination. Yeah, Cowboy did an amazing job of staying at distance. And just his Muay Thai style is so good at lightweight because he's throwing so many strikes, and lightweight's that perfect weight where volume and power just like perfectly overlap. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm talking about? Where like flyweights have too much volume, not enough power. 
Heavyweights, a jab puts you on your ass. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You only need one punch to close the show, and it doesn't even have to be a good punch. Glancing blows on guards have knocked out people in the heavyweight division. It's lunacy. But the lightweights are just at that just at that point where you can get one punch knockouts easily, and also you can throw that volume. And Cowboy does that so well. I agree. Where he throws power shots, but he throws 500 of them. Yeah, now, now if, if someone could just talk to he or his management team and tell him to actually sit out and get title fights and uh, help him get bigger paydays, help him become more famous. You want the the Ben Askren uh, ideal athlete that we talked about before. It's called the uh, controlled cowboy. Yeah, absolutely. Where you have the you have the A type athlete who's regimented, watching all his meals and every training session, and making sure he gets his eight hours of sleep and having a sleep log and a food log. But you also want that guy like Cowboy who can say fuck it. But yeah, but tell me this: Would you not rather have Cowboy's career end with three like three title defenses in a row rather than uh, a few crazy fights and him never grabbing the title? That that would suck. He would definitely be the best fighter to never win the title. But hands down, hands down. And I can tell you unequivocally, I'm rooting for Cowboy well, Cerrone. Well, he and Gus, he and Gus are up there. I'm but rooting. But apart from those two, the gap's giant. I'm heavily rooting for him against Tony Ferguson. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony. Tony still, thinks space aliens are gonna yeah. come into the cage well, and attack him, which is a factor. But another big thing is I think he has more time to fight than Cowboy. But you're absolutely we need we need people and you want to know a fighter in his prime that i thought got the closest to the controlled cowboy the regimented cowboy is uh tim kennedy tim kennedy in yes. his strike force days not in his ufc days in his ufc days he aged a bit too much and put on too much muscle i think but um concern. in his strike force days he had that level of fuck it that made him an elite level fighter but he still had the regimentation to make it, to make himself disciplined, mm -hmm. and I feel like that was so good for him and so critical earlier in his career. But then he had that huge gap when the Reebok deal went down, and that kind of spelled the end. Yeah, not only that, but he, he I'm pretty sure he did like a tour or two during his, at least during Many. his career. Yeah, I was gonna say, and that takes a lot of time away. But Cowboy Cerrone. Has gotten better at that over his career. You have to at least admit that. He Before he used to be complete wild man, going out to bars until three yeah. in the morning, fighting dudes outside there. Absolutely. To now, he's taking fights on a week and a half notice. It's like why, why cowboy? But he's... training his ass off. Oh, he never stops training. But he even he said that when he has uh, a, like a an impending fight, like a fight uh, weighing him down, uh, it bothers him. We saw that with the Nate Diaz he has a difficult fight. time. I think the big, the biggest, the biggest example of that was the Nate Diaz fight, where Nate Diaz got in his head. Oh yeah, for sure. And as soon as as soon as you let someone occupy space in your head, it's done. It's difficult to not let that happen, though, especially with someone like Nate Diaz, because that his his resiliency is difficult to deal with. There are some people who trash talk just it does not phase them at it all. Doesn't phase them at all. And it is. So it's such a weird thing because when you watch it, you're just like, oh, of course, it's just words. But you don't realize how much of an attribute that actually is because nine out of ten people don't have it. Yeah, especially when uh, they a, a fighter has a particular attitude and he carries that through the fight. And he's like, I told you I was going to punch you in the face. That's scary. And then he's saying that while hitting you. And it's like, oh, God. It's very scary. And you – there there are guys – um. Perfect example, Khabib. I don't think Khabib doesn't get phased. One iota of no, trash doesn't. talk. He doesn't. 
If anything, it makes him punch harder during the fight. I was going to say, I'm trying to think of other guys, but it's like one of those things where you're watching Jeopardy and they put you on the spot oh, when yeah. you're on the show and you can't think of them. But there are a lot of guys where you can just watch the press conference. Tony Ferguson really doesn't get phased. Yeah, he's not a guy that gets phased. Uh, there, there are a lot of guys where you just, you can tell <clears throat> just in the discussion, you're like, oh, they're not getting phased. I think Conor McGregor does a de decent job staying level-headed. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really get phased. Uh, John Jones, obviously. Jeremy Stevens, I don't think gets phased at all. No, he does not. Diego Sanchez does not get phased Mighty at Mouse. All. Mighty Mouse does not. He literally is no, and the perfect, it's, it's this weird kind of stoicism where they're just like, I think Mighty Mouse might even do it to a fault where he's like, it's just a fight. His emotions are so shockingly level, even in like victory, where he's just like, yep. Yeah. I just want to go back and do my dishes and play some video exactly. games. Exactly. I'm looking forward to drinking some beer and playing video games. And I'm just it's like, like oh. hey, care a little bit more. Yeah, you have a fight. <laughs> yeah. But he's still beating. He, like, obviously, he cares a great deal. Just the way he deals with it is. Uh, it's it's amazing. Yeah. I wish everyone could deal with it like that. You'd be so much better. Once you take the stakes away, it's, uh, if, if you've never played fighting games, not to use this as a parallel, but fighting games are interesting because there's no physical aspect, right? It's all mental. Yeah. And the weird thing about fighting games is, uh, the mental can shatter, can break very easily. Mm -hmm. And players with good mental and, uh, rarely have good mechanics in the fighting game community, but because their mental state is so strong, they just kill it in tournaments. I had no idea. Very interesting. Because it's so difficult to have that skill. And you see that in Mighty Mouse where it's just like... And you see... And in the fighting game community, there's this thing called... Um, you know, being being in your... It's, I think they call it like tournament syndrome. Where in practice mode, you're the best player in the world. Or playing sets with your friends that don't matter. It's like sparring. Like, you don't care in sparring, so you'll throw the axe kick and land it. You'll throw an overhand right and clip a guy. You'll, you'll do things that you wouldn't normally do in a fight, but then you get in a fight and the stakes are there. Yeah, you're more hesitant. Yeah, you're fighting, and now, now you have your pro career to think about. You're like, oh, what if I get clipped? What if I get knocked out here? And you don't throw the stuff that made you special in sparring. How many times have we seen that? And I think the best example, Brennan Chubb talked about uh, Mike Pyle. The, yeah. From what I heard, Mike Pyle was like literally like a legend in gyms. A legend. But when he got into the octagon, he was still a very good fighter. Still a very good fighter. Just didn't have that it factor to carry him to the elite echelon. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that's so common. It's it, so it's common. definitely common. Because uh, I think and everyone... not just in fighting. Everyone's like experienced in that. Of, in a lot of sports. In any sure. capacity. It's uh, when you train really hard for like a spelling bee in elementary school. And then sure enough, you, you have a... Yeah, but I think that there are certain things one can do to overcome that, you know? Like, a lot of visu visualization Simulation. Really helps. Yeah. Simulation helps a lot. Now, you're seeing fighters reserve time in the actual octagon when it's set up the day before it weigh-ins. Yeah. And they actually, they'll actually let you rent. The UFC will be like, all right, you can take it for 15 minutes. We'll play your walkout music. And you get to just live in that space. And I think that that's, that's huge. And I think a lot of fighters are adopting a mindset about... Uh, focusing on their own training and not worrying a great deal about their what their opponent's doing. I think that's extremely beneficial. Not to say that you shouldn't game plan, but if you focus on your own... Too much? Yeah, not exactly. To a point. You can only worry about your what your opponent's doing to a point. But if you focus on how much progress you've made over the course of the camp and uh, 
the targets you wanted to hit. Focus on the fact that you've hit those, and it's it's much easier to be confident in what you've done. I think you should do a ton of thinking before the fight, and then like two hours before the fight, you should just shut your brain off. Oh yeah. I would just tell people power down, and then if you're thinking in the cage, I think that that's terrible. Anytime you're you're fighting, if you're thinking, like consciously thinking, you you do all that training so that it's instinctual. Instinctual. So that it's what's the what's the saying? You fall to the level of your training. Yeah, absolutely. It's a military thing, (laughs) and people say it in like healthcare all the time. Yeah, you always fall to the level of your training. So I feel like that's how fighters should be, and that's how I would treat it. I would just treat it like okay. Yeah, you don't think about it. Don't think. Don't be thinking like, all right, if he goes for this, I'm gonna uh, like. There are too many moving pieces. Yeah, to, you'll, you'll you will literally be frozen in place if you. And if how many wanna... times have we seen that though? Where guys will literally stand across from each other for the f- whole first round, just fainting like, oh, you gonna go or am I gonna go or? Yeah, and I, it's beyond trying to pick up on your opponent's movements and. What he's, what he's going to potentially throw at you. It's not like you're downloading information. You're just frozen because your brain can't. And, and you know, that's a, a, lot, a strategy a lot of fighters employ, like GSP and uh, Fighters Trained by Faraz Sahabi. He always says uh, that if you have a well-rounded game, right, mm-hmm. and you implement feints well, then you can freeze your opponent. Absolutely. Because he won't know what's coming at any point. Especially when... Uh, you want to overload his brain with possibilities. You want to turn sense. him into... It's this new idea I've been coming up with. Because oh. I, I have these kind of like... We get a philosophizer. Since, since, we, since we watch so many fights, I kind of always have these shower thoughts. And I, I call it Iron Man's helmet. So if you ever see the, like the movie Iron Man, when Tony Stark puts on the helmet for the first time, and Jarvis gets loaded into it, you have all these popping up windows and you have so much information to take in that he gets like boggled. He literally just goes like this. Oh, yeah. And just doesn't even know what to do. And that's how you, I see fighters have that same look all the time where they're in Iron Man's helmet. They have multiple windows popping up. They're like, Oh, I watched film for five hours every day during fight camp when I got home. So every elbow movement, I'm like downloading three moves ahead. And sometimes you need that cowboy aspect of like, look, I have a Muay Thai approach. I'm going to throw this combination regardless of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's the way to go. It leads you to be smoother, faster. You react more quickly. The less thinking that you do, you know? I'd rather be a quick starter who had trouble with burning out late than a guy who's a slow starter and, and slowly increases. Slow. It slowly increases. Slow. And here's why. I think that if you're a fighter with an immense amount of heart and you do proper conditioning, you can last. Like Yo Romero, he has heart and he has conditioning, so he can have those recharge moments and then still burst and win the fight. That's true. And he starts quick. It really depends on how slow of a starter that is you true. are, though. Well, we've seen slow, well, some critically slow starters, Cowboy, Cowboy for one. Cowboy super slow starter. Where sometimes we've seen fights where he takes a whole first round off. He has worked on that a lot. And I think you saw that in the Iaquinta fight. Nick Lentz and Charles Oliveira in the octagon right now. Now, for those of you who don't know, this is a rematch from a featherweight bout. If you want to sync it up with us, 426, 25, 24, 23, 22, and so on. Both guys moved up in weight. Nick Lentz, the carny who writes poems for all of his opponents. Very strange. And Charles Oliveira, the guy who looks like Mr. Peabody, but with better chokes. <laughs> he does. That's terrifying. <laughs> Never be able to unsee that now. I was gonna say you're gonna have to deal with that. 
but goddamn, dude. Do these two guys... These guys are... Charles Oliveira, I think, is the one guy who... He, he's not like a household name, but he's one of the most skilled guys in the Super UFC. Super skilled. Especially when you're talking about his jiu-jitsu. I think he's almost tied for like second most submission wins in the UFC history. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he's like 13. It's insane. Literally every Olivier win, it's by fucking... He's super sneaky with him, man. And look at those limbs! His wrist is like this thick, and he yeah. can just worm it in. It's like three feet long. No wonder, dude. Well, he just probably slips it in. He's probably more sneaky than uh, Weinstein. <laughs> Yikes. No one's sneaky. <laughs> Yikes. No one's yeah. sneakier. Well, but is he sneaky? Because everyone in the industry knew about it. Really. That is true. Not Wait sneaky. A second. Hiding in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. We could say that about his chokes, man. You know it's going to happen, but then it goes and gets you. That's true. You can't. You just can't stop it. Much like Weinstein. <laughs> you <laughs> can't stop. Especially if you're a ficus tree. Then you just have to take it. Yikes. <laughs> or if you want the fucking part. Dude. Oh, my. How soul-crushing would that be? I Would you do it? Is he going to make me Batman? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. What do I have to do? Fuck. He's just going to grope you. No, dude, don't touch me. I'll sit there. He, he gropes you for five minutes, and then you had to watch him jerk it. Nah, I probably shouldn't joke about this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he fucked with a lot of people. He's a terrible person. True. Hey, I condemn it. I condemn it. But obviously. hey, if he's going to give me the part, let's talk. Well, then, then it becomes transactional, so then I suppose it's not the worst thing yeah. ever. I think for the women, it was probably horrific. But if I were a dude, I would just be like, you know what? Definitely. But doesn't that show that there's some sort of double stand there? If I if I want a part and I trade sexual favors to become Batman, then it's like not as gross somehow. Yeah. Which I get because the power balance is different, right? Especially physically. There's no threat of physical the violence. The intimidating you know? like I couldn't imagine. I can get Oh my Whereas if we God. heard you slept with a female producer to get cast as the Riddler. Jumping think... front kick to the face from Oliveira. Nick Lentz goes for a takedown and then Oliveira sweeps. Definitely. Nick Lentz is now on the ground. I don't think this is where you want to be against Oliviera, John. Nope. <laughs> it is not. But yeah, as I was saying, double standards, they exist. Rightfully so, though. How about, uh, I, um, yeah, yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> I think that's the best thing to say. <laughs> don't want to back myself into a corner with that. Oh, Oliviera is it's just moving on Nick Lentz. Great elbow. Just moving on him. Oh, this is not Side good. Side control here. for Oliveira. He's just doing whatever he wants, it seems, on the ground. I don't know, man. Up mount for Oliveira. Oh, no, Nick, Nick got his leg in there. I don't even know what position they're in now. I can't see their legs. Looks to be some sort of half, half oh, full guard. Full guard. Full guard recovered. Nick Lentz uh, is still good, doing a good job so far of defending the submissions. Now in half, though. It's still the first round. I'm, I would be exhausted. Oh, Nick has a cut. It might have been... One of those elbows, I'm one, sure. One of those elbows. Could have also been a collision on the takedown. Half things. guard for Charles Oliveira. Because how many times do we see that in MMA? It's like another one of those things where you hear... You always see fingers in the fence. You always see fingers in the eyes. And you always see yeah. headbutts opening up cuts on faces. irrationally mad when I see someone put their fingers in the fence. I'm like, you fucking... Dude, I get pissed I when lose. there's an eye poke. When there's an eye poke, I'm like, oh, you're done. Well, I think points should be taken away. If you if you just say automatic point for an eye poke, intentional or not, then it'll stop. All fighters are briefed stop. to not do this. 
Never do this. So I don't know why. Like, there is no excuse. Dominant I don't see. round for Oliveira. I don't see an excuse to ever. If you if you are supposed to have a close fist or have them up to the ceiling, going like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you just make it a point, no matter what. If a finger goes into an eye, you lose a point. People will be very fucking hesitant. Hey, guess what? Eye pokes are gonna stop. Just the way Which, it is. And guess what? John Jones will have a lot of losses. <laughs> well, the fights will be closer. Because guess what? Then his opponents can fucking see. I was going to say, his opponents will be able to see with both eyes. Yeah. Because he just sees his plan is like, all right, round one, I blind them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everything is three-dimensional now. <laughs> now I see three John Joneses. Yeah. A little bit flexing on these kids right now. It's like, have you ever seen those female streamers that, um... Looking thick, buddy. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> hey, every time we get a subscriber, do 10 squats over there. No, dude, that's a thing. And yeah, have you seen, uh... Right now? now gamer... Gamer girl streamers are mm. now taking a stand... Against their, their... Them being sexualized. So what they'll do is they'll literally stand up to, like, go get something, and they won't face... Oh, them. absolute lunacy. They won't turn their back to the camera. He literally cut Nick and oh. knocked him down with a Superman yeah. elbow. Sorry, what were you saying? They they won't they won't turn their back to the camera. They don't want to show the butt. Yeah. To the fans. So they'll literally to not be sexualized, they'll be like, I gotta go get something from the kitchen and then they'll like walk backwards like they're being like a film being played in reverse. <laughs> I mean they shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. But the thing is every time, no matter but if you're gonna wear panties that say juicy on them while you play <laughs> video games, it's like Well yo Here's the thing. I don't know where people... Oh, wow. Why is Nick Lentz shooting on him? Nick Lentz... Takes down here. that's what Nick Lentz does. Nick Lentz just, just got a takedown. on the feet. Ooh. Olivier's got the neck. I was going to say, I'm not sure how this is going to end. Nick Lentz trying to get around to avoid that guillotine not attempt. Not good. Not good. He's in trouble. Ooh, that's a tight guillotine He's in there. trouble here, folks. Olivier working that the That is guillotine. a tight guillotine, folks. Oh. Oh. Nick Lentz might be slipping out. We have to see Olivier's got to adjust. Yep, tapping. That's it. Nope. Oh, it looked like he was going to tap there. It looked like he was going to tap. I think he thought about it. Nope. Oh, he survived. It, he was about to tap with that left hand. That was fucking close, dude. Wow. Maybe Olivier burned his arms out. Squeezy. But you should see, like, uh, Pokimane, I think, is one who does that. Uh, she's hot, though. It's because I'm pretty it, sure she's she's relatively modest. It's because every she's not one of those girls no, who's like she just wears like yoga pants and a t-shirt. Oh, did you guys just sneak, see my snatch by accident? <laughs> <laughs> no, she, what? She's definitely not one of those. But she um she uh um, oh illegal up kick from Oliveira. You can't do that shit. Yeah, that's not cool. But she's one of those ones now who doesn't turn because every time she turns, the ten year olds in her chat are like thick. Oh my god, and they blatant up kick. That was gross. Yeah. But yeah, thick. Oh my god. Did the fight start? Who's fighting? Yes, the fight started. Nick Lentz and Charles Oliveira. Nick Lentz and Charles Oliveira are fighting. Got your boy Nick Lentz all bloodied up. Just took a really illegal up kick to the face. Fight might be over. If Nick Lentz wants his uh, way out of there. Hey, you know what I'd think? Double up my money. I'm fucking out of here. I know. I'd be like, oh, I feel faint. <laughs> you kicked me so hard. <laughs> I'd be like, this night just got a lot easier, folks. Oh, he's taking a point, I think. Absolutely. I think. Oh, oh no, they're going my back God. To the they're same they're giving him position back. If I'm Link Lentz, I'm like, all right, can we just stand this up, boy? What do you do there if you're the ref? You got to go back to the same position, huh? 
Yeah. You got it. It's a good position for Lentz, in theory. In theory. <laughs> yeah, in theory. It has a, Watch him do it again. Uh, oh, heavens. Oh, heavens. Hard knee from Olivier. Olivier's got great knees. And a greater! <laughs> yeah, hit him with the Jack Nichols. Oh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. She's got a great ass. Yeah. Pokemon's thick as fuck, though. She, yeah, she is, though. No, she's not. She's she's very cute, though. Shout out. We are on Twitch, so they they know. They're, they're men of culture. Whoa. Yeah, apparently all the 10-year-olds got really mad when they found out she has a boyfriend. Which is like, of course. She has a boyfriend? Of course. Whoa! Her without makeup looks like a completely different person, though. Go back. Still cute. Go back. That's her. Still a completely different person. Wait a second. Totally different. Can we get the zoom? That looks like... Literally... Okay, I put the two pictures on fucking passports. You're telling me that's the same person? I see it. It's not coming out of nowhere. Dude. It's always in the eyes. They change the most. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I thought she was Asian. She is. Hey, you fooled me with the <laughs> the no makeup pick. Oh, stellar oh. right hand. Did I? Did he just win? Did Wait, I did he it? just win? Did we just miss the knockout because we were looking at Pokemon with no makeup on? Oh, I think we did, dude. I literally think we just missed the end of the fight. Holy shit. Ooh, it's entirely... Yep. No. Oh, yeah. Yep, that was the knockout. Charles Oliveira. Second round KO. Wow. And you know what? He looks like the same guy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He looks like the same guy. It's the same person. Yeah, I know. With no makeup. Looks exactly the same. That's the worst joke. And I'm not throwing that much shade at her. I get it. Both she's hot in both pictures. It'd be one thing if she were ugly and No, she's hot. attractive in both, but she looks like a different person. Yeah. Some chicks it's just like, okay, you but with like Pokemon if you s man, main? Main. Pokemon. If you see this, you're cute just the way you are. Let's stop this. My phone number <laughs> is you're, you're like one of these fucking <laughs> these dudes I hate those guys on Twitter. For all the women who haven't been told they're beautiful today. <laughs> <laughs> just clearly fishing for pussy, just like... <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just what's the, do you guys hear reels? <laughs> <laughs> they're the internet doc. <laughs> Cast, that's casting a line, and then they're just sitting... Not to say... Uh, no, I can't even talk about this. No, say the it. stigma's too great. Say it. It's just... Briefly. Whenever there's... In the, in the best way possible. Okay. Don't, don't say anything silly. <laughs> <laughs> Mental health is serious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's real. It is real. But and when and you, we need to destigmatize it. And we need to destigmatize it because many people suffer from it and it goes unnoticed. It's a normal slash thing. undiagnosed. Everyone deals with mental but health. But when you type a three paragraph essay about your suicide attempts on Facebook. <sighs> That's a cry for help. Yeah, and it's also a cry for likes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. That's the same thing where it's like... Uh, Chicks will spend like three hours drawing something and then they'll post it and be like, uh, just did this in qu five minutes or it took them like 18 hours and they're like, oh, just did a quick little sketch. Let me know what you think of it. I think it's bad. And, and they say they think it's bad just so people go, no, it's good. Yeah, no kidding. And you know, the craziest thing, 
that post about mental health issues, if they don't get enough likes on it, it will make them depressed. <laughs> and that's that's a, a, an interesting point to bring up because apparently Instagram is doing away with you being able to see, you as a general term, you being able to see someone else's likes Why? on the platform. Social comparison and how that tends to lead to depression. So you'll be able to see the likes that you get, but you will no longer be able to see the likes that other people receive. Call and me. apparently that's starting in Canada, and then they're bringing it uh, to the States if it goes well. Call me crazy, dude. I never fell victim to that. You I'm know, I like Nick, Nick Lentz, so that's a goddamn shame. I really like Nick Lentz, too, so I'm pretty bummed out right now. It went the same way as the last fight. Good luck Good luck to Oliveira as he moves up the ranks, though. I think he was 15th. At lightweight. Oh, my God. Horrible Absolutely dance. great fight. Horrible. He always has the funniest dances. But um nah man. That's uh that's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. I I've never fallen prey to the social comparison thing though. Maybe I'm just immune to it. Yeah, you're one of the few. Because I'm on the platform and I'm just because like Because everybody does. No, because I'll see like people going to roll nine, I'm like, cool, bro. Like Well, you have the good ability to shake that off then. That's great. For you. It's not even like the Shaking off apply, implies that there's, like, the feeling of, like, oh. So you, the, the feeling overcame you, and then you were able to shake it no. off. But it never sets in to begin with. It's just pictures, bro. I suppose. A lot of people just see it as uh, yeah. other people uploading highlight plus, reels. Plus, I can rationalize you... a high. Yeah, I can rationalize it as, like, these are the highlights. And plus, I think in my mind, if you really honestly why... It's not their, an actual depiction of if, their lives. It's what they want you to see. And if you want to know why I, I don't compare because it's and the people who post the most are usually so sad yeah that's what i was gonna get to because i picture all these times when people post stuff like this is why i've never felt like oh man i'm missing out because i picture them at that place cheer me up taking <laughs> no i picture them at that place taking 50 fucking photos instead of like, enjoying the let's place get the lighting we need yeah. to guys can we just dave come on you suck i'm gonna break up with you in two weeks anyway but first take yeah. these photos of me and my friends and it's like yeah, that's cool. Like, you went there. Like, that's awesome. It's definitely a thing. And it's, yeah, I don't know. When I do, like, cool stuff, I try intentionally. I'll take, like... To stay off my phone. Yeah, I'll try to take, and like, one know. to two photos max if I think it's, like, a really special moment. Oh, yeah. For, like, my own. Like, just so I have, like, it as, like, a memory in my phone that I could look at. Yeah, I do But I won't thing. post it and be like, look, I just had so much fun with my friends. Not only that, but I'm not going to pretend that other people care. Like, you weren't there. Why would you want to see that? I've never understood that. Unless you're famous or you're doing something. Like, if you have, like, a podcast or something. I've never understood why people... Absolutely. And even like then, just, when you're famous, it's just... I just want to see what you're up to sometimes. It's like, not your even, projects. Like, what exactly. are you working on? Because I'm a fan of you for a particular reason. Yeah. You know. And actors have gotten onto that. And I feel like this new wave of actors is the best. Like, the superstars the right now, yeah. they're the best because they're like, hey... I know, you just want to see me act. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I feel like this uh, this current generation of actors is starting to age out. But then conversely, and, the most annoying actors yeah. are the ones who use social media to talk about things other than their acting. That's what I was about to get into because I feel like this current uh, group of superstars is in their prime right now, like the Chris Hemsworth, Ryan Reynolds, they're starting to age out in like the next 20 years. And you're having the generation under them Worries me a lot because they're the platform generation where everyone feels like every time they get the littlest platform now, they need to use it to 
be this eradicator of evil and this perfect like they I call them uh, like charity stars. Yeah, you want to make a difference in the world, positively affect those who are immediately around you. Yeah, and then if everyone does that, guess what? World's changed. Utopia. Yeah, literally. And if you, that's what I'm saying, and I've seen so many like stars like give like speeches or do like posts about stuff, and I'm like, but if you actually like donated to those charities or were on the ground helping those people, you would have done so much more. Yeah. And you want to know the perfect example of a celebrity who didn't even didn't even want it to be out there, but still did it anyway. And just when Keanu Reeves is my personal example, because this is a guy always killed it in acting, never tried to make a statement or anything. And behind the scenes was donating to charities anonymously. He was always a great guy. Yeah. And didn't want recognition for that. And I'm like, that's the ideal. And I think that that's what these celebrities in this current generation of superstar get right now. Absolutely. Like The Rock. The Rock has a ton of charity programs that he's doing right now. And, like, that's how you use your platform. You don't use your platform to just, like, spew, like, your flavor of the month thing. And not you're not doing anything personally. You're just like, we got to help these people out. Yeah, it makes you it makes you difficult to like. It really does. And if you want to know a guy who did a great job with this as well... Lin-Manuel Miranda, where he did a great job with Puerto Rico with the disaster relief there. He donated, like, an ungodly amount of money. Really? And then all he did with his platform is he didn't go on there and, like, yell at people for not donating to Puerto Rico. He just went on there and implored people to donate to a specific charity. And I'm yeah. like, and that's how you do it. Yeah, that's a, I think that's another good use for social media. And then, of course, if you have a business. Yeah. I think that's the should be one of the primary uses. But if you're just like an accountant at Chase Bank or professional professional networking, but if you want to post pictures of you on the beach, uh, don't. Yeah, because that's another thing too. Where in there, like, or do, and then I'll just won't follow you. Yeah, because there's this thing where it's like, especially people I know in my regular life. I'm like, dude, we all like the beach, man. That's true. Where they they act like going to the beach is this unique thing. I'm like, dude, people go to the beach all the time. Shot Evans was inducted to the Hall of Fame. Well, I'm gonna cry. Wow, that is beautiful. If you want to talk about a guy who's done so much for the sport, Rashad Evans is one of the biggest and best OGs of the sport. Hands down. He looks great. And you want to talk about he's been a mentor to so many fighters coming up. Brendan Schaub, Kamaru Usman, all of the Black Zillions, now working out at like Henry Hoof's gym and oh, yeah. top team. He's been such a force, especially for Southern martial arts. It's it's actually insane. But, yeah. I, th I think that that's totally true. And if you see people on social media, like, it's rarely the case. that The people who have those amazing social medias don't have any worries. It's rare. Oh, well, everybody is. We're all human. And you want to see a dude who doesn't have a lot of worries? It's a guy who posts, like, goofy shit on their Instagram. Or um, they're in denial. You have worries. Everyone does. Yeah, I mean, to an extent. I feel like some people, like... Uh, we all do. I know, but some people, I feel like, have a lot less. And, and others you can, certainly... And you can tell by yeah. their social media that they're chilling. There's a spectrum, obviously. Perfect that, example. Perfect example. Who are wanna... chilling have, have, a, have things that are, are stressing them out. Everyone has stressor, stressors I in their lives. I promise. I mean, I don't feel like I have that many. You do, though. 
You do. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I have you. <laughs> I'm one of them. You're, certainly, you're family. One. Family is one, but then family also serves as something that helps relieve stress. Okay. I'm gonna easy there, gonna, Freud. Guess what I'm gonna do? Easy there, Freud. <laughs> I'm gonna relieve all your stress by killing you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll set you free. You <laughs> say it's gonna be a tight move, dude. Vincente Luque tra- uh, warming up backstage. He was a guy at the Black Zillions. That's how actually he got into the UFC. He was on the season of the Black Zillions versus American Top Team. Cool. He's going to be fighting Derek Krantz. Discovered on Dan White's looking for a fight. That's going to be a good one. Those looking for a fight guys are fucking vicious. He looks like one of my old PE coaches. Which one? Don't, yeah, don't dox. Don't dox. I just thought about it. We're on Twitch. Yikes. No, no, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember her name. Her name? You have no soul. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She looked like uh, something that's typically used to uh, restrain a flowing body of water. <laughs> Not a dam, but a... A dyke! <laughs> oh, there you go. I was going to say. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to say it. And I wasn't sure if you were going to commit. Yeah, I thought this was going to be uh, politically incorrect and insensitive Dora the Explorer. What do you mean? What was going to be? That game. Oh, okay. Where you, you give hints and I'm She's what, guess. kids? A d- yeah, 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 you get, get it. it. I get it. No, man, but I think that there are people, everyone is stressors, sure, but so many people are so good at dealing with them that it's like. But they're there, though. It's almost right. none. Like, uh, you know, a guy like Chris D'Elia seems to deal with stress really well. He does. And when he says he's chilling, guess what? Believe him. Yeah, but he, I, he, he's on the verge of, like, bipolar disorder. Why? With how chill he is? No, just because I feel like he, he has episodes. What do you mean, episodes? Like, bipolar disorder where he has uh, severe emotional swings on a week-to-week, day-to-day basis. What? Like, it's just the vibe I get. I don't know him. I don't think that he has Because I'll be listening to his podcast, and one day he's cool, and he's like, I woke up today so sad. I think that he is... It's just like... I think that he has ADHD or ADD. You think so? I think a lot of comedians have, like, some variation of those. We don't know him. It's all speculation. Hey, and I'm, I'm not saying that he has bipolar disorder. I'm just saying that uh, I don't think he has nothing going on in his life. Oh, shit. Gonna cause worry. Just watch Derek Krantz knockout on Dana White looking for a fight. Oh. Oh, he, he doesn't look like my PE coach there. Just club that guy with a fucking uppercut. Yeah, Derek Lewis seems to have no worries. He's chilling, dude. He's going to fucking Nobu with his wife. Chilling in his mansion, just bought well, a fucking... Well, did you watch his fight with JDS? Just bought a Lambo. Yeah, but even after that fight, he, we, you're not here to peep at him. He was like, you know what? I got paid, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. And then Papa Biggs also said, I thought TJ had no worries. Yikes. And then, like, yeah, everyone has stressors, but it's how you react to them. And I feel like some people, like I said, are so good that it's null. It's null. TJ has a lot of worries. Well, no, actually, he has none. Because it isn't, he's not able to fight. And so. guess what? He will be able to fight soon. So, like, his career isn't totally over. So, he does have no worries. He's like, hey, I got away with it. Yeah, technically he did. Get away with it. Made out like a bandit. Has all the money. Honestly, his story is a story of do steroids. Which is no. sad. It bums me out. It's tainted his career forever. 
Yeah, but if we're talking about people like, will never view him in the same way. Yeah, but if you talk to monetarily. Hungry, yeah, but if you talk, yeah, you talk to hungry fighters in gyms who are looking the that question in the face. I feel like his case sets a really bad precedent. See, that's the the, tr- the sad thing about TJ's story is that he is so gifted and talented physically that he would probably be the champion if he never did that stuff. But now we'll never know. Exactly. And but now I have the is, duty to say that the, yes, it's bad. Yes, but the issue, it's definitely bad. No, but, but it's bad that is, he only got two years. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Two years is a long time for a fighter. But the issue is for young and up-and-coming fighters who are like, hey, maybe I should do steroids. Odds are you're not as good of a fighter as TJ. And you'll get caught before you ever get a title, let alone uh, defend it a couple of times. Like You're going to stunt your career. And you'll have a stigma that will follow you for the remainder of it. Or you could be like a guy uh, who does... Or you could be like Anderson Silva and get away with it until your leg breaks. <laughs> Literally. There we go. Or you could be like John Jones and then just be like, it's pulsing, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, some, and then the UFC will be like, it's pulsing, dog. <laughs> I bet he has some <laughs> nuclear fucking chemist working on his blood, dude. Yeah. You already know, like, it just seems so fishy. I hate to be the tinfoil hat guy. It just... Oh, it's bad. It's bad. And I know picograms are small. I get it. Yeah, and then I love John fights. And then his opponent's like, Hey, ref, he's poking me in the eyes. You're good. You're good. Keep fighting. <laughs> Dude, did you watch the Anthony Smith fight? The ref actually did that. Anthony Smith literally did one of these. He was like, you just poked me in the fucking eye. Did one of those? <laughs> and the ref was like, you're good. Come on, let's dude, go. You just scooped out my iris, man. I was going to say, you're took, good. took off my fucking retina, dude. You're good. I'm in trouble. God damn it. I'm going to look like fucking Bisping. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> God bless him. The council can every which way. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. That's fucked up, man. That's that's a former champion you're talking about. Dude, yeah. I love Michael Bisping. Yeah, Just right. jokes, buddy. No, no. Just jokes. Hey, no, but I wanted to say, though. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some truth there. It's all I truth. hear he's, gonna tr- he's like going to try to get a surgery now that he's retired. I'm sure he will. Because you should have heard how they preserved his eye. They just shot they oil, into, oil into it. Yeah. And just said, fuck it. Hopefully, it's all they can do until he said he was at risk of going blind. Yeah, he fought. It's all. It's all. Well, if you have your retina detached, it's like we're gonna rush you there. But if it if it dies, it dies. If he dies, if he dies, he dies. dies. But yeah, cells don't do well without. uh, Yeah. yeah, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, man. This Derek Krantz kid, he's looking good. Yeah, he looks like a bottle on this glue. Let's see if Derek Paste. Krantz can beat Vicente Luque. I would have liked if Derek would have gotten a tan. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Luque looks like some sort of uh, some sort of villain who would duel someone with his sword. Yeah, that is true. Literally, that's exactly what he looks like. It looks like he's going to step in there and be like, on guard. He looks like he like we're in a renaissance period piece, and he's the son of a wealthy Italian uh, merchant, and you have to fight him. It's Brazilian though, right? Yeah, I know, but for, in this part, <laughs> in this part, excuse you, he's he's the son of an Italian merchant, and you have to fight him in a saber duel. You don't care at only him, me, me, me. 
Who Comedian Brian Callen in gym shorts. <laughs> Dude, I wear gym shorts. I'm disrespectful as shit. Who doesn't care? TJ? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a selfish decision, if you think about it. And that's why I worry now that a bunch of young athletes are going to be like, well, fuck it. I'll go until they catch me. If you're only... I get that two years is a lot. But if you're cheating... You deserve it, though. Yeah, you deserve yeah, absolutely. it. absolutely. And... It's it's all it's bordering for me on the side of not proportional enough. Really? Well, I I see where you're coming from. I think an argue, argument can be made for both sides. Because I feel the burning of all those dudes that he fought. That now they have that question in their mind. Would I have won if I were also taking that shit, or if you weren't taking? Yeah, it to it's begin not with? fair to them. It's not fair at all. And, and Dana White's already said they're not going to go back and test the older blood samples now for EPO, which don't I do think that. is ruin the which sport. I think is horseshit. No, definitely don't. I don't strip people, but I think we deserve to know. Okay, well then, who who else are you going to go back and test? Everyone. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I would literally. It's take, not like the UFC is making a whole lot of money now, anyway. I would pull it all and make. I would test everyone. Well, they're making decent money, actually. I should say that the fighters are already getting fucked over, so why not just completely dash all their hopes and dreams? Dude, fighters, can we talk about that? Now that the ESPN Plus deal has gone through, this is like the worst time ever to be a fighter. Definitely don't do it. Because now you don't have the sponsorships. You can't, if you're in the UFC, you don't get your sponsors, and you also don't get pay-per-view numbers if you become a superstar. And you don't get as many eyeballs on your fights. Period. Because now they're all behind an I ESPN think they were Plus paywall. That the Gastelum and Adesanya card did like seventy thousand buys or something like that. Because you have to buy an ESPN Plus just to get the pay per view. Hey, dude, that is oh shit, huge uppercut. Ready, Whoa, right Derek Krantz went right out. Oh, Vicente Luque jumped on him with a guillotine. Oh shit, Krantz dude. is tucking his chin. Oh, Krantz is okay. He's okay for now. He's okay for now. He's breathing. He is okay for now. Um, I see him pulling the arm and breathing. He's. I forgot what I was saying completely. Oh yeah, it's the oh seventy thousand buys. Yeah, yeah. If a card like that does seventy thousand buys, then you, we're in a dark, dark time. Yeah, you can't have it behind two paywalls. And it is not, devastating. The UFC is not going to allow fighters to get to the point where they want a stake in the company or they become bigger than the organization itself. Or they have equal bargaining I.e. Conor McGregor. So the day of the superstar is done. Done, done, done. I think they're just happy with the the current size and popularity of the organization. And they're just going to roll with it. It's super fucking mainstream. I wouldn't say super fucking mainstream. I think it's still the redhead. You throw a rock and you can hit an MMA. I still now. think, yeah, that's true. But I still think it's the redheaded stepchild of mainstream sports. Oh, like course. it definitely goes NFL, NBA, uh, MLB, NHL. I do. I do still encounter that because I talk to some like I have like acquaintances at work, or acquaintances uh, in like classes or courses. Definitely significantly better than boxing though. You'll talk to people at like work and they'll be like, oh, and I'll, I'll tell them, oh, I'm watching the fights. And they're like, boxing? And I'll be like, no, UFC. And they're Prince like, has the back of yeah. Luke here. But they'll say, uh, when I say UFC, they'll go, ooh, those cage fights? And I'm like, really? Still? Like, mount for Krantz? Oh, Krantz rolled off the back. Yeah, I agree. Cage fights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Still, we're going on with this, like, it's an extreme sport thing? They just don't know. They just don't know. But they look at boxing as this gentlemanly sport 
But they treat MMA as like, oh, it's human cock Well, it's because boxing's been around for so long. It's the sweet science, you know? And it doesn't look nearly as barbaric. Because refs save you. in the head. Then, yeah. They save you constantly in boxing. Whereas in MMA, it's like, hey, this is real. It's as real as it gets. Yeah. In other sports, like when a player gets mad and attacks another player, this is what would happen if no one stepped in. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the purest form of competition. It's as close as you can get to a fight to the death without having, like, actual gore. There's gore. There is gore in this sport, but you know what I mean. Like, gore. No one one gets maimed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, gouges or, like, I take your cheek and I just rip it. Oh, yep. Krantz Krantz is like, we're getting sloppy. That's one thing I didn't know about. Uh, You know, that's why uh, fish hooking's not allowed. Because you could literally... Have you ever seen those pictures of street fights where guys literally have their fucking cheek ripped out? Terrific. Yeah. I didn't know that that could happen. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. They just peel it back like some wallpaper, dude. That's disgusting. I know. <laughs> you ever do that as a kid? Like you go in the mirror and then you, you pull back your... And hurt yourself by accident? Your cheeks and you look at the uh, tops of your gums and you're like, there's a skeleton under there. Or maybe I was just a freaky kid. Yeah. You went, you went past the event horizon of where I would have jumped on that train. Probably. I don't know. I was weird like that. I did go too far and, like, hurt myself a couple of times where I'm like, you know? I thought that was so weird when I was younger, man. I was like, what? Think of, because people really have, don't look at people and ugly like, people. You have ugly people when they smile. They have all of their gums showing. Ooh, yeah. Oh, they have the horse. Oh, oh! done. Luke just clipped Krantz. Krantz is done. Stop the fight. Krantz is done. Stop the fight. He's doing the concussion shuffle. Oh, don't say, would you stop the fight? That's a good stoppage. That's a good stoppage. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's done. Gotta move, Krantz. I mean, absolutely. Luke gets the big win here. Let's go to the fight list. Catch anyone up who hasn't seen the fight so Very far. Very good. We have in the first fight of the night, Davi Ramos... Winning in decision over Austin Hubbard. Then Charles Oliveira knocked out Nick Lentz. And now we have Vincente Luque knocking out Derek Krantz in the first round. Megan Anderson and Felicia Spencer up next. We Megan, appreciate you forgot your jacket. We appreciate all you guys coming out. It's very good to see you all. Oh. I came here expecting an open channel of dialogue, yet I find it troublesome that there is an utter lack of turtle talk. Turtles are majestic creatures that deserve more than five minutes of fame. Oh, there are five minutes of fame. Please discuss the plights of turtles everywhere. Thank you. Signed, one concerned viewer. There you go, dude. I mean, turtles Turtles kind of suck, man. I'm not going to lie. Especially snapping turtles. You ever tangle with a snapping turtle? Okay, they don't suck. And... It's it's people like you <laughs> that, that perpetuate, that the perpetuate this stigma, okay? And the, because of this stigma, turtles everywhere, not just snapping turtles, but turtles everywhere are suffering. The only turtles On I like today basis are teenage mutant. And it's Goro and I. Go- and ninjas. People like Goro and I are fighting against people like you. You. Goro, like the fucking Mortal Kombat character? Yeah, Goro. <laughs> the the cyclops and I are fucking are fighting against those people, the others, the other, the collective other, <laughs> who's who seek to to otherize turtles. No, in well, I discussion. get in a sense they seek to otherize turtles. That group does because they view turtles as the enemy, 
Right? I do. Fuck a turtle, dude. And what do you do with an enemy? Right? You lay siege. Oh, you want? I you cut off their resources and you starve them. I have a story about a turtle murder that I witnessed. So I was at a high school party, and high school parties suck, as you all know. I was in high school at the time. I'm not a psychopath. So I was at this high school party, and we were setting off illegally obtained fireworks. Right? Snapping turtles just give more effort than general ones, putting forth the effort only a turtle can produce. Yeah. So picture this. We're setting off fireworks. Interesting. At this party, and this kid knocks over a firework, and it goes and hits... Casper the Friendly Ghost elaborate Crystalia meme. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the firework goes... I think, I think we're yeah. re- missing it. Like, we're, we're reading this after the conversation yeah. has moved on. So the firework falls at this party, falls horizontal, flies and hit a tur- hits a turtle in the backyard. No way. Swear to hand to God. On the 4th of July? It actually might have been. I don't remember when this took place. I'm like Christine Blasey Ford, dude. <laughs> I can't say when it took place, but I know it what happened. What year did this happen? I don't know the year, actually, offhand. I really don't. Were there any people there who can corroborate your story? Yeah, they can. But there were so many parties back then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where the exact house? No, but I know whose house it was. Okay. So the it hits the turtle, blows a hole in its stomach, but the turtle's very much alive. So now we all have a conundrum, because the turtle ain't gonna make it. But it's been struck with a fatal wound that'll kill it in approximately, like, 20 hours. You pieces of shit. So now a talk is going on, where we're literally, it's 20 people, we're all going, how do we kill this turtle? Put it in a bucket of ice. Dude. They put it in a bucket of water. And they were like, so what do we do? No, they didn't drown the turtle. They didn't drown the turtle. Because turtles can breathe. I hate this story. Underwater for a long time. So... Uh, I said, let's just leave the turtle alone. And how about we not be fucking psychopaths? Cause I literally felt like I was sitting around with a bunch of sociopaths who were just totally down to off this injured turtle. And eventually, you know, the one psycho kid who brings a pocket knife everywhere, he stepped in and did what had to be done. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, it was horrific, dude. I, that's when I ducked out of that one. You got some shit friends. Who shot the firework? The same kid who had the pocket knife. Okay, I think that kid was aiming. <laughs> all right. Dude, it was insane. And uh, yeah, yeah, put him on a list. That's a Dahmer type. It was a Dahmer type because we all were like, dude, are you sure? I really don't think we should kill the turtle. And he was like, I got this. Yeah. Okay. The situation went as intended. And it was as horrific man. as you think it would be. But Vincente Luque now on has nine finishes and is third in welterweight history. That is pretty amazing, man. He's turning into quite the finisher. Yes. And if you want to talk about the two people from the Black Zillions versus American Top Team season of The Ultimate Fighter who actually went on to do important things, both Black Zillions, both Kamara Usman and Vincente Luque. Yeah. Luque wasn't even a finalist. Usman is obviously killing it. Do you remember the two finalists to, from that season? Degree. What season again? For the welterweight division, do you remember the two finalists for American Top Team versus Black Zillions? No. One was Kamaru Usman, and the other was Haider Hassan. Oh, I remember Haider Hassan. Guess what? Just didn't translate. No? To the pros. Because guess what? He was a guy who was a, he was a stand and bang guy who just was like, fuck wrestling practice. <laughs> yeah, see how that works out for you. 
So he just got Ryan Hall every fight. I believe it. Shit, man. But yeah, who's up next again? Oh yeah, um, Megan Anderson versus Megan Spencer. Megan. Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. God, I feel it feels somber after I told that turtle. But I appreciate all you guys coming out. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, Bucket of Wind, and uh, follow us. And if you like our personalities, you like hanging out with us, we do a comedy show every week. Can't sleep, won't sleep. Make sure to check that out. Give it a listen. But um, yeah, I shouldn't have told the turtle murder story. It's way darker than I thought. It's not that dark. It's part of life. It didn't have to die. No, it didn't. But your fucking idiot friends. It wasn't my friend. Saw to the. That's the thing. It, you know. I said it was a high school party, dude. It's just a random dude. Oh really? Yeah. That's why I didn't go to parties in high school. Yeah, that's why. Not because I wasn't invited. You were invited. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't want to go. You were one of those weird dudes where you would just you'd get invited to everything, and everyone's had such a high opinion of you. I never talked to them. Exactly though. though, it was the weirdest thing. Well, it's because high school's so you don't bad. have a lot in common with those people. So why would you want to force interaction? It's like it's true. Marlon Mohais looks very good. He's primed to take the belt. Yeah. At 135. You can just tell by looking at someone when they have a, like, you know, by looking at them that they have a great diet. Oh. Oh. That's when he killed Al Jermaine Sterling. <laughs> and that's where he killed Jimmy Rivera. I mean, Marlon has just been plowing his way through the division, man. Look at that. So fucking aggressive. Oh, look at that. That's him finishing a Sun Sow. Oh, my God. I ask you to talk about the plates of turtles everywhere, and he talks down to them and embellishes the murder of one as your company's ceo you must do something <laughs> <laughs> yeah step in i need a reprimand yeah he's gonna he's going to write you up Dude, as, you sh- as you should henry cejudo though i still remember watching that fight between marlon mohais and jimmy rivera for the first time i was walking to the gym in my old apartment complex and yeah. i was watching it on my cell phone and uh, as I was approaching the gym, I guess I passed a dead zone. And the fight was, like, buffering. And then once the, the data caught up, the fight was over. It's just and over. I, and I was like, what the That's fuck That's always happened? the case with the Marlon Marais fight, dude. I couldn't believe it. I was, like, trying to hit refresh like a madman. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. I, I, I literally pulled this shit up on my phone to watch it and and then what does he do it. after his stellar de- be, uh, stellar victory over Sun Sal talks about how he was shitting his pants yeah. all week before the fight so, I was so sick <laughs> it was so bad I, I uh, vomited I was shitting all day shit, all this shit and uh, it was like oh dude and it's like hey man how about you just talk about how you want the belt yeah no kidding his trash talk that he is engaging in with Henry Cejudo is Next wow. level bad. Wow. This chick looks thick. She is. Thick Felicia Spencer looks thick and me thinks they're feeding a shrimp to a shark. Okay. She looks thicker than Also, her. why is her trainer wearing a crop top? That man is he wearing a crop top. He folded his shirt up. That's all. Into a crop top. Yeah. She is thicker than some peanut butter boys. Like Peter Pan. She. You know how you said you can tell when people have a good diet? You can also tell when people don't. <laughs> She's a lot of carbs, man. I have That's a lot all. of fun. I was going to say. She's, probably she's eating like a martial artist, like Frank Mir yeah, says. like Frank Mir. Fried rice. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. No shit, dude. Fuck. I'm telling you, dude. 
I am looking forward to this next fight, though. I think Megan Anderson is finally going to have a chance to show what she has, you know, and actually put on a like a long display. I wouldn't mind seeing what she has. Rather, Oh, my God. You want to know why? It's because she's one of those fighters where she just looks like a giant woman. She's just a giant In the octagon, woman. you perverts. I want to see what she has to offer. <laughs> There's something wrong with you, dude. Sexually. As a, uh, <laughs> as a powerful 5'8 and a half man, I'd climb. You hanging on to that half? I'd climb, dude. I'm, oh, I'm hanging on to that as well as you are. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This guy likes to put his 5'10 on every form, I and I want to lean into it and be like, in your fucking dreams. I am. <laughs> yeah, and I want to put a pr- I want to put captions with parentheses next to that and go, I in am. his fucking dreams. I am. Okay. Yeah, you're right. In six-inch heels. Guess, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. In combat boots. Guys, maybe. okay, where can I buy a coll- <laughs> collapsible meter stick? <laughs> you piece of shit. You should say yardstick, because we're not dirty metric system users. You know what? I'm converting. You're converting. I'm converting. So now you're going to have to talk about, like, oh, I'm 176 I centimeters. Am adopting the metric system and Islam. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm Well, kidding. they're both very effective. Absolutely. I'm, the word out. I'm not doing it. Fuck the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Both suck. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm joking. You're going down jokes. the path I can't follow. <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. <laughs> oh man dude Megan Anderson powerful tattoo sleeves would love to see some colored tattoos I I like I like when tattoos get filled in not I like them it's just a different style that's all Hmm. yeah oh my god oh my god look at dude how tall is the chick she's fighting looks so much shorter five five oh my lord Five foot five. Megan Anderson is giant. Is she six fucking feet tall? She is six feet tall. Oh, heavens. Heavens. Look at that. She's taller than the Rev. What what does she weigh? 145. Okay, I was going to say, there's no fucking way she makes 135. No fucking way. Oh, she definitely She could make 135. She could. She could make 135. She's fucking Christ. Someone's choosing not to. Looks cute there. The phenom. Yikes. Now I'm rooting for her, Felicia Spencer, to get knocked the fuck out. It's not how you spell phenom. Oh, plus she's fighting out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Montreal. Montreal. She looks like one of the femmes de la roi. Don't say that. That's women of the king. It's like an actual like group of people in uh, like women in Montreal look because it's a mixture of Native Americans and um, French women, Parisian women. It's the crossover. It's the blend. Aren't those uh, Quebecois? Aren't they like one of the most racist groups of people? The Quebecois? Yeah. People in Quebec? Yeah. They're just very pro uh, French. Like yeah, the but they discriminate against those who are not who, do, who, who, who don't adopt it. Yeah. yeah. So you have guys like in like Winnipeg. Yeah, but I'm saying don't they have policies where it's like uh, pure lem, right? It's like pure wool. So if you don't adopt, they're like viewed as less than. Yeah, you have to. And I know they force like language And they, they language like fine companies who don't. That's uh, why every stop sign in Canada is stop or arrête. And it's like everyone knows what stop means. You can go to like 
the Re- Democratic Republic of the Congo, and you put up a stop sign, and everyone's like, got it. That's fucked. What? No, but I'm, I'm just... The previous point, not the fact that they can discern oh, the stop okay. sign. Oh, okay. I was going to say, sign. everyone knows what a stop sign is. No, no, I'm saying the fact that they discriminate like that is terrible. You want to talk about trips to Africa? Can we talk about how Israel Adesanya is making a very historic pilgrimage over there right now? Why Going is it historic? He's from there. I know, but he went back. Kind of, it reminded me a lot of Muhammad Ali's trip to Africa. Because, like, literally the pictures they were taking, it's all the kids from his old school crowding him, holding the belt. He's handing it to the kids. He's taking pictures with them. He's going to events in Nigeria, where he was uh, f- at first raised before. Oh, Megan. Looking oh, my good. God. Megan. Megan, Megan Anderson's making the walk out to the cage, so Mason's going to be Megan. indispensed. He's going to be incapacitated for the next 15 minutes as he just stares at Megan I like Megan those Anderson. braids, man. She looks like one of those blue She's bitches from Avatar. She looks like, actually looks more masculine than you. And she still Fuck looks very feminine. You. No, but I'm saying, like, she looks tougher than you. Yeah, probably, dude. That's fine. We'll see how tough, see how tough she is when I get her in, in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, dude. Nice. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's a professional athlete. Yeah, a piece of say, shit. You just blew it. Yeah. Plus, you blew it because she's going to watch us and be like, oh, wow. Yeah, dude. I'll grow a braid out so we can, like, put our two uh, ends together. <laughs> like an avatar. <laughs> and, like, put our synapses together. Just... It's the way, Jake. Make Jake. Jake. Make the halo. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, what's, what's happening? How about Avatar getting dunked on by Endgame right now? Endgame's coming, up, Endgame's coming up like Space Jam. It's about to fucking dunk on over. I'm shocked it took this long. It's only been out for, like, three weeks, right? Yeah. That's bonkers. Well... We'll have to see how Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 go. Because apparently I mean, 2 and 3 have been made. And like the last Avatar is set to come out in like 2027. So I'll be able to take my great grandkids to see it. Yeah. They're like, when I saw the first one yeah. come out. It came out like 2009. Hey, James Cameron. Get it together. Also, you know, I get why Avengers Endgame is doing so well. But I did think it was sad that all the Avengers died. I thought that that was kind of like a stupid ploy to get a lot of people Wait. to see the movie. Did you just spoil it? Fuck. Fuck. Let's skip over that. <laughs> yeah, I just did spoil it. <laughs> Piece of shit. All the Avengers die, dude. It sucks. Oh. That didn't happen. Or did it? It didn't. I'm gonna make sure you don't spoil it, guys. I saw it. Didn't happen. I saw it twice. Didn't happen. I saw it three times in theaters. Wait, when did you see it twice? I didn't see it twice. No, you went with me. And friend of the show, Brandon, the one time. I thought that was the second time I saw it. No, because I remember that was the first time we dragged. That was the first time I've only seen it once. That was the third time I saw it. It's just the it's the length of two movies, so I felt like I've sat through it twice. And I'm also coaxing you into trying to get you to see John Wick. Yeah, Baba Yaga. After this podcast, and I could not be sleepier, so I do not know if I'm gonna go. But you guys gotta help me convince him. Because let me tell you, have you guys seen John Wick three? Let us know what you guys think of the new John Wick movie. Don't fucking spoil it, though. Don't? Yeah. Well, now that I said that. You're an idiot. You don't know the <laughs> rules of the internet, dude. <laughs> Saying don't spoil it, you might as well just burn the Tell chat. me what the ending is. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, oh, yeah, by the way, John, I know for a fact, though. Do you John, want to spoil John this? doesn't die. John does not die. I know that. Because an article spoiled that for me. Yeah, that was spoiled for me, too. Also, it'd suck balls if a John Wick movie ended with him dying. I think the because the, one of the people I follow tweeted out something, 
and was like, uh, like the implication was that John lived, and I was like, oh, you didn't mean to spoil it, but you kind of spoiled something for me, so I can't be too mad. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, if John Wick died, everyone would be so upset. It'd be shit. It'd be like Friends and Ross and Rachel don't end up together. You remember when the oh. first movie came out? It was like getting a tattoo. It was taboo, dude. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Megan, Megan Anderson and uh, Felicia Spencer, the fight is underway. Oh, Megan Anderson already hit her with a crack right hand, dude. I didn't realize that Megan Anderson's whole left leg was tatted up. That's crazy. Dude, Megan Anderson dude, is she so... Is huge. So tall. So big. Oh, my God. Hey, huge. Guess what, though? She's getting out-wrestled against the cage here by the Phenom. Wait a second. Wait a second. Like a sumo wrestler, oh my God. the Phenom is using her low center of gravity to hold Megan against the cage. Yeah, she's she's doing a good job wrestling her sumo-style wrestling. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get Bayless's. Conor McGregor's going to play his sumo. Sum- Conor McGregor. First of all, it's Conor McGregor employing wrestling, but sumo-style wrestling. It's like, wow, I didn't know Conor McGregor was such an offensive sumo-style wrestlership. And then we actually have people skip. in the comment session. Session? Or section? Section. It's so section. we're both so drunk. <laughs> in the, in the, oh! in this section saying, what the fuck do you know? Calling out Skip Bayless. And I was like, I know it's not sumo wrestling. Yeah. Oh, police. Dude, Megan Anderson's getting out grappled Felicia's here. taking the back. She's too high up, though. Bye, Felicia. Oh, but she did a great job. What? She did a great job of Megan, getting Megan. no. Uh, this is literally wait, the worst spot for her. how is she getting so out grappled right now? Because Megan, uh, I don't even know if she has her white wow, belt. Wow, she is shockingly. I don't even know if she has her white belt. She, Fight the hands. I will say, though, Megan Anderson, though, shockingly attractive. Fight the hands. Scoop the butt down. Scoop the butt down. Fight the hands. I agree with you now, man. I see what you're talking about. She's hot. She's very hot. Yeah. She's very intimidating, though. Like, if she wore a leather jacket, dude, like, if we danced, she would probably lead. Oh, no. Don't belly up if you don't it's have to. It's a joke. Oh, my God. Hip escape. Get to your feet. Oh, she's getting Fuck. outgrappled by a lot here. Jesus, what is going man. on? Jesus, man. Ooh, that canvas just shreds. Hey, Scotty. Ears. Jesus, man. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. James Krause. Uh, is Explode. Go. Get up. James Krause is right there. Felicia. Megan, get up. Felicia Spencer using all of that 145 pounds to weigh down Megan. Oh, she, you think she weighs 145 down in that right. octagon? That's cute. That's cool. She weighs 200 pounds right there. Not to body shame, but my girl came out here looking like Daniel Cormier. <laughs> <laughs> that moment when they pulled the pants up over their fucking <laughs> gunt. Dude! <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I like Daniel Cormier says, dude, use it as a tactical advantage. Yeah, Gain yeah, that yeah. strength. This is what peak performance looks like. Just like Bull Right Show in a Mortal Kombat. Bull Right Show, whoa. Oh tapping, my god, she tapped. Wow, Megan Anderson just got wrecked by Felicia Spencer. <laughs> Megan Anderson probably was like, uh, uh, Megan Anderson's like, I gotta start training jiu-jitsu. All right. <laughs> Shit. Dude, I didn't know Mackenzie Dern was fighting. Dude, that was, uh, oh, oh, that's fucked up, dude. Candlelight date, you know it, baby. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fuck. Yeah, you're putting the moves on me, dude? 
after all these episodes? Absolutely. John dies? Shit. Shit! Guys, I touched the salt lamp and then I touched my eyes. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh! I saw you do it and I didn't want to say anything on stream, but I was just like, did he just touch salt and then bring it up and rub his face? Fuck! This man's probably dying right now. Almost as bad as when we uh, ate the bomb hot sauce on the, podcast, on the podcast. You remember that? For those of you who want to see us eat the bomb hot sauce, go on over to YouTube. Bucket of Wind, just search Bucket of Wind on YouTube. Search Shameless plug. Yeah, check out when we ate the bomb hot sauce. It is a clip on the channel. It was terrible. Oh my god. Antonio Carlos Jr. versus Ian Heinish up next. The co-main event of the evening. And while you wait, subscribe on YouTube and follow on Twitch. Bucket of Wind for both. Yes. If you're on Twitch, you can just click the uh, link you do there in our bio section. Very nice. It is nice, isn't it? It's convenient. Makes it yeah. easier for you to go do it. I mean, this is this is an MMA, you know, this is an MMA submission where we get to hang out with you guys and talk about the fights. But, you know, we also like being silly geese on the YouTube. Talking about Wings of Redemption and shit on the podcast. What a silly, silly fool that man is. <laughs> I love it, dude. Can't get enough of it. I remember we got, um, we got DM'd. By someone and it was like, are you about the Wings of Redemption culture? And I just replied back, shout out Sean Ranklin. <laughs> I'm embedded. <laughs> I'm, I'm a deep cell. <laughs> culture. I, I, at this point, I attended the streams just because it's just like. <laughs> it's an event. It's an event. It's like going to a barbecue. You're just seeing all your friends. That and the nice thing about it is you can like, your attention can fade in and out. You're like, what's he doing now? Oh, okay, this sucks. And then you can like come in <laughs> yeah. out because he'll, I don't know. A lot of streamers on Twitch, their content, it's like background noise. Yeah. Because they play the game, albeit some of them play the games very well, but they don't talk. And like when I actually want to listen to things and give them a good bit of attention, they're like podcasts where yeah. there's like a consistent conversation going and it's easier to follow than someone like... You sound like Sam Harris talking about these conversations. Talking about... Oh, no, no, no. The thing about... Sam Harris that really bothers me is he speaks too much about valuable conversations without having many valuable conversations. Dude, it is unreal. And it's just like, oh, every podcast he's like, you know, having these, these conversations. conversations. And I'm like, have one of those conversations. Yeah. Look at me calling out Sam Harris. Dude, how about Felicia Spencer though? Shocking the world, getting the win. Relative unknown, first UFC fight coming from Invicta. Yeah, dude. Mackenzie Dern looks great. Dude, Mackenzie Dern, she actually looks like a slim down Mackenzie Dern. Slim down Mackenzie Dern, how dab, dare dab, you? Dab. I don't give a shit, dude. Mackenzie Dern looked rough in her last fight. Keith. What's up, Keith? Good to see you. Keith. The man from Derry has entered the chat. Keith, what's popping off? You staying safe in Derry, my bruda. <laughs> You're fucking Jamaican now? Dude, honestly... Okay, I was about to spoil Endgame again. Fuck. I was, literally, I was literally just about mouth. to drop a major spoiler for Endgame as a conversation topic, but I'm going to I'm gonna re Refrain. retract it. You guys have two more weeks. This is an official bucket of win warning. You have two more weeks before I just start talking about Endgame spoilers as if they've already happened. I won't let them, guys. Don't worry. Two weeks? Two more weeks. And we will about for five weeks. It's the most popular movie in America. In ever. In the history of ever. You're on to something. 
At some point, they must not give a shit, right? Yeah. Or you're living in a country that doesn't have technology, in which case, like, you're not watching this anyway. So I can just say it. You, you bring up some solid... Dude, points. can we talk about China? Did you hear what China just did with their video games? No. In between me. fights here, we're getting... We're about to have the co-main event between Antonio Carlos Jr. versus Ian Heinch. But first, we can talk about China banning all blood from all of their video games. So any AAA title release that is in here in America... Are you fucking Jamaican now? I could be. You could be. But they banned all blood in all of their video games now. Why is it that our auto mod picked that up? Because he said fucking Jamaican. It's hate speech. <laughs> hate I was going to say. <laughs> Get your hate speech off our campus. I think they all have like hate speech filters now. But have you... Have you... Uh, cool. What do you think about that though? All blood from video games? No more? That's crazy, man. And before, AAA titles like uh, Deus Ex Revolution, uh, first-person shooters, you, you want to know how they work? Or they used to work around it. I was going to say, can so g these are for games developed in China, right? Or to sell no. the game in China. You to sell it in blood. China. Can, so I'm assuming game developers will just have an option in the menu where it's like gore on-off. It's right? not g just gore, though. It's like the Any blood. Any blood. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't be a they're starting, they're going to have to do that. And the problem is, though, that a lot of gamers are worried about. They used to work around it by just making the blood a different color. So you would shoot. I hate that. You would shoot a guy and it would shoot out like bright neon purple out of his back instead of blood. And you'd just be like, oh, okay. That's one reason I had a tougher time getting into Halo. But. Because you're killing space aliens with bright blue blood all the time. Yeah. But Brandon, a friend of the show, he uh, encouraged me to dig deeper and uh, I cannot wait for Halo to come out on PC. So excited. Can't wait. But now you're going to have no blood and American gamers are worried that this is going to cause more family-friendly games to be made. Especially AAA title releases, which would suck because... They know that you need to have blood in it. Well, dude, ever since Gamergate, there's been this kind of weird fight where, like, video games are the last place where you can just have horrifically offensive shit go completely under the radar and be allowed. And it's No cool. Russian is an actual mission. That's that happened. And I want that to happen more. I like... Not that one. Maybe not that one. But I, I like the fact that they were... Hey. No, I'm saying I like the fact that they were allowed to put it in the game. Yeah, Nisus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. You just, I want more of that. You, you look up my Xbox gaming history and I played the mission No Russian over and over again. Dude. Right, Keith? The last episode of Game of Thrones ever is tomorrow. I'm, I'm in shock. I know it's going to disappoint me beyond belief. I'm in... I'm in <coughs> oh, lung cancer. I'm in disbelief as well. Uh, I can't believe it. It's been eight years. The last episode's tomorrow. I know it's going to be a disappointment, so uh, I'm really not thinking about it. And when 9 o'clock, right? When 9 o'clock rolls around, I'm just going to be like, oh my god, I forgot. Well, the creators of the show D&D, they're just going to fucking... They're going to rape my dreams tomorrow night. It's everything I've wanted for the show. This whole last season has been either rushed or forced. Apparently, uh, the producers were like, you guys can take like 12, do 12 episodes. You know, if you need they it. They wanted less. And they were like, we can do it in six. And and once I found that out, I was like, fuck you forever. It's so bad. Fuck you forever they for doing that. They had the option. Because this was the most... And, and you, you didn't... Okay, so now that you... I've, I've established that 
you could have taken twice as long to do this, then you could have circumvented the whole issue of fast travel, which has never been a thing. Or the fact that... The or the fact that the character arcs were just like a, a long, slow burn of perfection, and at the very end, it's just fucking nosedive. It goes in the opposite direction. Op- and the opposite direction, yeah. yeah. So say you're charting a course on a map, and it's like, oh, it makes sense, we're on our way to Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Or maybe we could be going to California, but it's still in that direction, right? Yeah. And instead, you end up in Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> And like you turn all the way around and you go thousands of miles in the other direction and I'm like wait what none of these character endings make any sense they ruined like five different character arcs in the last episode don't want to sp- I'm gonna fucking spoil it Jamie's death made no sense it's not you're not spoiling it everyone's yeah. had the chance to see and it. also Euron wanting to kill Jamie also now that I think about it makes no fucking it sense it is the stupidest thing it- Ever. If Jamie came back to save Cersei, why would Euron not only that but, kill Jamie? But that area of the beach is is little known. So okay, Euron can teleport, or he can swim. He's Michael Phelps. proficiently with shoes on and full uh, like pirate garb. Yeah, pirate garb. It's just like come on. And how many, he doesn't lose his sight. N- it's still in the belt not only loop. that, but what if they seen each other three times? Literally, you could have had Jamie cover his hand. His, his gold hand and be like, who's Jamie? I'm not Jamie. And you all would have been like, oh, yes, you're right. I almost drowned to death. <laughs> and I just swam for four miles. I must have you mistaken. And then I'll probably go swim back out. And then Daenerys, the whole Mad Queen prophecy was fucking rushed. And she went from being breaker of drag, feeder of grass. And, and then she just goes, I'm, I'm obviously butchering those on purpose. Yeah. I know. And then she just goes on a bombing run of little children. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that is- just because Jon Jon Snow wouldn't dick her down. And then the only reason Varys died. Definitely dick her down, though. The only reason Varys died was to kill Jon Snow's boner. Oh, yeah. That was the whole purpose of that scene. That and Tyrion, who was my favorite character for the longest time, has 40 been... 4D chess master. Yeah, has been a total dimwit for, I don't know, a season Two now, seasons? Two seasons. Just making so just every like, fucking mistake that he said And he not only is he make. making mistakes, but they're predictable. Where it's like, obviously don't do that. And he does it. And, and they know... Like, what? Like, yeah, like, you know they're gonna go... You know that they know you're gonna go to Dragonstone. Yeah. But you don't expect an ambush. I... <sighs> It's like obvious shit. It's frustrating. Like and now, th- if it's a clear move, then it's clear to them too. And now we're at the point where the only character that I like and actually want to survive until the end is Arya. Like Jon Snow, I like Jon yeah, Snow. Yeah, Jon Snow is so good now. He's that going it's like, to die. All right. He's going to die. He's going to die. Because once you reach Ned Stark levels, maybe even Rob, it's like... Of good. Of good. It's like, oh, you're doomed. Yeah, you're You're doomed. But maybe not with these new writers because they are all over Over the place. place. They're like a moody girlfriend. You just never know. She's becoming the Mad Queen. Yeah, that's... uh, Yeah, definitely. We know that's going to happen. Over the course of one episode... She literally did an Anakin transformation where Anakin was like, I want to save the world. And then literally 18 minutes of movie time later, he's slaughtering children. We should have known that this shit was going to suck when they name a dragon Drogon. Fuck you. That's lazy. (laughs) And Uh, I thought it was already bullshit when we got a guy named Bran and Braun. Fuck you forever for that. Dude, plus Braun... Can we talk about how Braun now makes, like, his character arc is just, it just fell off a fucking cliff because Jamie's dead and Tyrion, like... Yeah, how about Bran, dude? If his sight is pointless... If Bran does nothing in the Bran final does episode... Nothing, he is the most useless the piece most of shit. useless character that you wasted so much time talking about his bullshit sight, and guess what it does? 
Fuck all. You want to know what it is? I called. Nothing. I called him on the last episode. Nothing. I called him the global cuck. I call now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dial it back on the aggressiveness. I'm gonna call him the global voyeur. He just watches everyone. I take. He this. just wargs into ravens no. and just sits there and is like, yeah, watching you. You know, how birds watch it like the like they're the watching. Corner, they're they're looking yeah. this way though. And he's just a total he's piece of shit. John will be like, "What do you think's going to happen in the battle?" And then you've got Bran, and he gives you a fucking riddle about a bridge, and, and it's, it's like, like, "Bitch, you're just confusing us all." I hope that someone wheels him to face a wall, and they'll <laughs> put a fucking stick in his spokes, and he'll just stay there. Yeah, good. Fuck, fuck Bran. And if he ends on the Iron Throne, that's stupid. I don't want to hear anything. Why? He doesn't deserve it. And I was so upset after the last episode. My friend was like, I have the spoilers for the finale if you want them. No, it's been too long. I know. I had my friend send them to my phone. They're sitting in my phone right here. I have them in my phone. I could open this right now and know who wins. Yeah, I but thought I, don't had, do I thought that Bran it's been would too have long. something to do with the Night King as well. But you think they would have revealed that by now. That's all. I, that's all I gotta say. And if they reveal, that's if they the, do it now, it's gonna be stupid. It's gonna be anticlimactic. And it makes the whole third episode irrelevant yeah, the, if the Night King comes back. Not only if he comes back, but if Bran's just like I was controlling him, or like some shit like that's that, stupid. or it's like I was holding them at bay. Just mention it in the third episode. And also, we've been talking about the Whites for uh, seven and a half ish years, right? And it got concluded in one hour, one, one with no hour. explanation around them. That and apparently the whites are just all talk, no game. Because I was immensely shocked at how easily people could kill them once equipped with the right right weaponry. Just got, it just turned into a massacre. Yeah. And like, obviously, don't cavalry charge into a two foot wall of people, like a, a twelve foot wall of people. Yeah. That was obvious. But then as soon as they started falling through the hot gates, remember like the he was touched. Yeah, so Bran was touched by the Night King, marked, so that the Night King always knew his location. Oh, yeah, 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 I do, I do remember that, actually. But I don't know if that's fucking significant. But how are they gonna, yeah, how are they going to make that significant in the final episode? Oh, no, dude. It's so they'll just never, it's, it will, it's not gonna be addressed again. And also, there's no more Iron Throne, so, like, no one's going to be sitting on the Iron Throne. The Iron Throne is fucking gone. But I do like Arya. I do like Arya. I do. I do like John, despite my uh, I issues with his character. Um, I liked Jamie. I liked Jamie. Jamie was my favorite character until they ruined his character arc. And now, literally looking back on it, now it makes me hate his whole character arc. Uh, yeah, I. Because why I liked redeem Jamie. yourself just to go all the way back on that whole it? fling with Bran makes no sense. Useless. Or waste of time. going all the way back on, like, getting away from Cersei, becoming a good man. And then just at the end going, you know what? Nothing else matters. And then just fucking rocks. Makes absolutely no sense. But here we have Antonio Carlos Jr. Ian Heish. Fighting Ian Heish. Heinish. We're about underway here. Fun fact, oh! about, fun fact about Antonio Carlos Jr. He is an absolute jiu-jitsu ace. I've heard that. He is phenomenal. He flying triangled uh, Gary Tonin. What? Yeah. Th this guy, the guy who's that big, grappled with Gary Tonin. Yeah, and submission underground, flying triangle choke. Gary Tonin also five and zero oh and one championship. Yeah, he's killing the game. You want to know who that, wasn't though. killing the game? Sage Northcutt, who got knocked out in twenty nine seconds in his one championship debut. Fuck off, really? One punch knocked out. Okay. Dude. He got fucking starched. It's on their Instagram. One championship Instagram. It was vicious. 
Oh, Antonio Carlos Jr. already has the takedown on Heinch. Very bad. That's very bad. And Heinch does not. He's not looking like. Uh, not looking good here. Okay, just go how down. far down? First dude with spiky hair. You see it's. You're going way too fast, my man. Up. Uh, up. Up. Past this, I'm assuming. You didn't, didn't. Not seeing it. Oh, it's is right that there. him yep. right there? Mm-hmm. Play it. Oh, you got to make sure. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. One punch knockout. Is that Crazy Horse? Starched. No. Maybe. Was that Crazy Horse? It looks like... I thought it when he first knocked him out it was Crazy Horse, but then his name was something so crazy that... Alessandre? Is that... No. Yeah, it's not Crazy Horse, but he one-punch KO'd him. Holy fuck. Dude, these one guys are no joke. I told you that, man. I told you that. Yikes. Sage Northcutt, class act, went over to hug. Oh! Yeah, he's out. Fucking rocked. Well, the guy who uh, uh, Demetrius Johnson was fighting clipped him in the first round. Goodness gracious. These one guys do brutal. not fuck around, dude. They do not. We're watching uh, the, the... Antonio Carlos Jr. UFC versus Rochester. Ian Heinish. UFC Rochester. Oh, the standing Garambi from Heinz, dude. That is fucking tremendous. The Wilder Brazil fight, I didn't want to watch an actual murder take place. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Wilder, but I just could not get up for his fight against Brazil. I just have having a tough time. I don't think Brazil is in his league, so it's I like don't. I don't want to watch Granted it's heavyweight boxing, so stuff happens, but it's like I don't see a universe where he loses. Baby bruh, what's up? How you what's doing? What's up, man? baby bruh? We're watching Antonio Carlos Jr. grind out Ian Heinch. We just talked about Game of Thrones and how disappointed we were with what has been going on. And with all that being said, I still think it's one of the best, one of, the best shows, shows of all time. The stuff they've done cinematically for television, so, it's unprecedented. Definitely. Better than Top most five movies shows. by far. Top five shows. Because I don't think now, with the direction they've taken the last season, I don't think we the top of my list as far as recommending it to someone who hasn't seen it. Well, Breaking Bad's better. I think Breaking Bad is better. I think The Sopranos is better. Sopranos is better. Um, what other shows are up there? Those two are definitely better. Breaking Bad is like absolutely Taking a step back and evaluating the entire arc, I think Breaking Bad and Sopranos is definitely better. Mm -hmm. As far as dramas go. Who would win, Anthony Josh or Deontay Wilder? I think Deontay Wilder would win. Yeah, I think that if if Deontay Wilder can stick to game plan, the reason why he had such a hard time with Tyson Fury is he didn't throw straight punches. Yeah. Once, he threw no straight punches. Once he did, guess what happened? A couple of knockdowns. Yeah. And he was like, I was seeing red. I just didn't follow my game plan whatsoever. But yeah, I think if he... I think um, stylistically... Uh-oh. We're going to see a submission here in a second. Antonio Carlos Jr. is going to get it. Oh, straight to mount. Straight to mount. Um, he's got a triangle there if he sets it up. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I think uh, Tyson Fury is uh, Wilder's most difficult matchup. 
I think that that sort of round robin, you might see Fury come out on top of all three of them. That's entirely possible. Fury's but, so good. But I'll be rooting for Wilder. And it's entirely possible that he could beat all those guys. I just love I love both guys' personality. I do love both guys. Joshua I don't like because his manager, his promoter has literally murdered promoters, his reputation. Yeah, promoters ruined boxing, period. His reputation, like... Anthony Joshua, I guarantee that Anthony Joshua has heart and he wants to fight those two guys, but Eddie Hearn is just taking him aside and is like, hey, you're laying golden eggs. Like, let's not let's not risk it now. They just they just feed them such shit, and it makes it so difficult to follow boxing. Yeah, I, I want to watch the best fighters fight the best. You know? Oh, yeah. I think that's the... I want... That's what the UFC gives us, and that's why we're watching the UFC right now instead of boxing. Yeah, that I prefer fighting. They throw well. you to oh. the wolves in the UFC, and also I think it's a more complete sport. Because if you were boxing a guy, you would not, you wouldn't fucking be like, all right, time out, no clinch, dude, careful. Yeah, Fury does have an, an amazing boxing brain. I thought it was very odd that he chose to uh, bring in a trainer who was so young. I think his trainer's only twenty six. But the fact that he was able to come back after being so out of shape. Oh, it's uh, remarkable. That just goes to show you what a talent he is. I, I guarantee in like 30 years they're going to make a movie about it. Maybe. Because how it. crazy would that movie be? It'd be the funniest shit. The second round here is underway. An, old, an older, fat, heavyweight boxer doing coke, e eating, and banging whores. He was like, I was with the women of the night. Yikes. In his funny accent. And I'm like, aren't you married with five kids? And he's like, yeah. Antonio Carlos Jr., Ian Heinish. Minute into the second round. Let's see how this goes down. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I really want to see that round robin take place between those three boxers. Hopefully it will if promoters don't fuck it up. If Eddie Hearn gets off his ass... Makes things happen, yeah. Stop safeguarding Joshua. Because if you talk to, if you hear Joshua's interviews, I think the dude, I think the guy has a lot of grit. I agree, but you want to be a household name, regardless of the country, and you want to be. Uh, and that's why I think known he's, for your greatness, then you got to take difficult fights, man. And that's why even think, if you lose. And that's why I think he's more of a, of a bitch than. Wilder and Fury, because here's the thing. Wilder and Fury both have promoters, too, that have interfered. And that's why we didn't get an immediate rematch between them. Nice takedown and tradition to the back for Antonio Carlos. But at the same time, like, Anthony Joshua's letting his promoter decide his course. Do I look like the world heavyweight champion of the world? Do I? Meg, can you read that? Thank you. Do I look like the world heavyweight champion of the world? Do I fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Carlos Jr. has the back. Terrible. Terrible situation. Oh, yeah. This is not good for Heinz here. What did you say? Heinz? Heinish? Heinish? Can I get this phonetically? <laughs> yeah, we needed like <laughs> it seems like you should have like a fucking umlaut or something. <laughs> One of those dude. Fuck. It's an aggressive name. 
Oh, got Heinz grabbing the fence. This is one of the shit cheating. One of the uh, our dirty kraut brethren. Yeah. Sage Northcutt versus Wonder Boy would be epic. That'll never happen though. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, now we got Sage Northcutt getting KO'd in one. Hey, Ian, stop grabbing the fence, dude. Absolutely cheating. Absolutely cheating. The ref, good job. The ref karate chopped it out of his hand. <laughs> I don't care if I break it. He tried finger. to grab it again. I want Antonio Carlos Jr. to win now. Tyson Fury said that to Kalichka. Oh, dude, that is great. That is badass. So Kalichka's jacked. And Klitschko Tyson Fury to just step in there with that pasty bod. It's aggressive. That is aggressive. He is enormous, though. How tall is Tyson Fury? <sighs> so big. <laughs> He's a fucking Viking, dude. He's a proper Englishman. He is like the Englishman bod. Small, skinny arms. <laughs> Three-quarter mount for Heinish. Now half guard. Deep half guard for Antonio Carlos Jr. Let's see if he uses it to sweep. Well, if we're talking about strength... The Difficult clear... to sweep when you're getting punched in Ian the fucking has the, dome, though. Ian has the clear advantage when it comes to strength in this fight. It would seem that way. But... And he's actually been able to out-muscle... He's been able to muscle his way out of One some minute of left Carlos Jr.'s... In the second round. He's been able to muscle his way out of some of Carlos Jr.'s techniques so far. Yeah, the, the further the fight goes on, the difficult... The more difficult it is to lock up submissions. What? They're getting... They're getting wetter than a fucking slip and slide out there. It's like they're at a KY Expo, dude. He loves this Irish? Yeah, he does love Irish people, huh? Oh, Irish yeah. people are endearing. Well, they have such a great heritage. It's like... Um, Heinish is fucking up Carlos. It's mode. like the Raining exact opposite shots. of when you hear someone's German because they have a much worse heritage. <laughs> and that's recent history. That's Yikes. recent, bro. Yikes. Remember when they won the World Cup? Like, Was it like 10 years ago? And they had they started flying the flags and everyone was like, are we cool with this? Yeah, I don't know if we can fly those. And there was actually the German population was split on whether or not they should do that because the, literally the same photo was taken on their like, it's the main street in uh, Berlin and there's a side-by-side -side photo that was went crazy on Reddit. It had something like 5 million upvotes where... That makes me really uncomfortable. The modern German flag and the Nazi flag and it was the same exact picture. And it was like, are we cool with this? Super different though. Because I love people being proud of where they come from. But I don't like Germany won in 2014. Oh, that's what it was. Thank you. But I don't like the Nazi flag. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Yeah. Well, no one should. There are some fucking. There's some there are some quarter wits out there who have no idea what it stands for. Just like the uh, Confederate flag in the U.S. Some people associate that with Southern pride. Hey. You're an idiot. Hey. You're an idiot. It represents slavery. Yikes. Yeah. Do you mean what the war was about, what they were fighting for? Stupid ass. Dude, nothing's crazier than when someone says it was about states' rights. Oh, you're so... Uh, I remember we were we were listening to this podcast, and this uh, kid's... Uh, one of the podcasters' middle school teacher called it the War of Northern Aggression. Okay. The Civil War. Oh. So you're racist. And I'm just like, now that we've established that, Now we've established that. The War of Northern Aggression. Now that we've established that, we can argue your completely idiotic standpoint. Yeah. Oh my god. Heinish. Heinish. Heinish? 
coming out so aggressive in the third round. That's why I've just resorted to calling him Ian. Ian. It's Ethan Bradbury. Ethan Bradbury. It's Ian Bradbury. It's, it's Ian. It's Ethan. Yo, this is Mo. This is Ian. Um, oh, shit. Oh. It just stunned him, though. How bad is it that when I say Carlos Jr., I'm Irish and I have so much respect for American people. God bless America. God bless America. I do too, man. And God bless you for respecting it. Yeah, fucking. One thing that I wish uh, when it came to fighting is I wish. American uh, people got behind their fighters. Like the way the Irish do, dude. Yeah, it's not. It's no not matter where Conor McGregor fights, it's a hometown fight for him. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Because the Irish go and support him. An American fighter fights, you lose one fight, and American people are like, Fuck you. You suck. I remember, now. Do you remember when you were good? That was so long it's ago. It's because they. We only care about people being the best of the best. And if you're not the best of the best, you're just thrown. There's no place for you. You're, th- you're like in that movie to- in Toy Story <laughs> where there's just the bin of broken toys. No, really? I was going to go a different route. You just uh, get tossed in there. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer animated series. The Island of Misfit Toys. It's literally the exact... That scene was t- inspired by the Island of Misfit Toys. You mean they stole it? No, it was inspired. Oh, I, well, that's, that's the one I've seen. I haven't seen... Because the kid Sid, who takes part in all his toys. Oh, really? They get thrown in there. Oh, my goodness. Hey, that's like that uh, meme where it's like, yeah, you can copy my homework. Just make it look different. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) literally. literally the same. Goodness gracious. Uh, Ian got kicked right in the dick. Well, he actually got kneed. A lot of legal strikes going around this one. First, an eye poke coming from Ian to Carlos. I can't say Carlos Jr. anymore because now I just think about shitty sandwiches. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's really... Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> is Carlos Jr. Mexican? Yeah, I was gonna say it's the it's the Mexican cousin Hello, restaurant. The Carlos Jr. Now we just have shitty. Now it's like roast beef tacos, and they're just as bad as the roast beef sandwiches. Oh, that's so funny! It's making me nauseous. That's how funny it is. Uh, you know what? A roast beef taco actually sounds better than a roast beef sandwich. That's disgusting. Really? I feel like everything in taco form is a little bit better. Roast beef is just a bland lunch meat. You've had ice cream tacos, right? No. You had those? The place they know. roll it up? That's not what that is. They put it in tacos. I haven't had that. I've had fried ice cream, though. That shit sucks. It's gross. It it's like sucks. the outside tastes like a meatball, yeah, and then the inside is ice cream. It. You know what you did? You ruined ice cream. I've also had fried or- a fried Oreo, and guess what you did? You ruined an Oreo. Same thing with fried Twinkies. Just give me normal Twinkies. You're a big Twinkie guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Cameron's like serving size. Yes. One box. Literally. Uh, here's one thing. Pops it open. I don't think there's a person alive that just eats one Twinkie and goes, that's good, and puts the box away. No. It's like Cheez-Its. No one, no one has properly portioned out Cheez-Its ever. ever. It's like a person opening uh, Oreos and having one. You'd have to be a psychopath. And then once you have three, it's like this whole sleeve is going in the <laughs> It's <stomach>. gone, dude. <laughs> this whole row. And then oh. once you start the second row, you're like, I'm a piece of shit. And, and you, you finish going, that. And you finish the box because you're fucking disgusting. You and then you finish. just look at yourself. You're just sitting there. You're like, I did this. Top pressure from Ian, dude. I am impressed. Very impressed. Two minutes to go. I'm Irish round. and you have to. Oh, yeah. Okay. I already read that. Just making sure. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. 
<laughs> Dude, he, t- he turned to the dark side. Bitch. Pulled out the hammer on him. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> I, d- I didn't know it was Carl's Jr. <laughs> oh, watch the head and arm choke. So, so far, it looks to be 2-1 for Ian so far, I think. Your podcast will be blowing up eventually. Just keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, man. Thank you. appreciate it. We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. We're going to keep doing it. Just because it's fun to do, man. Yeah, just enjoy hanging out. Shooting the breeze. Watching the fights. Talking about how Game of Thrones has ruined my summer. Ruined my life. Yeah, I was going to say, there's really no point to go on. What's the point? I just pulled the table on top of myself. Uh, But yeah. I really appreciate that. We're going to keep this. Just I'm going to keep this bus going until the wheels fall off. Yeah. That's what some people say. You know what they should have done? They should have. I hate. Yeah. Yeah. It just could have been saved. I, I feel like, I feel like Game of Thrones is like my girlfriend that broke up with me now and I just keep talking about her. But dude, that's so, they, that's so much more. Depressing. They could have done 12 episodes. That's all I'm saying. They could have done 12. I think Ian won this fight, folks. I think he did too. I think he won. After a rough first round, I think he... I think he took two and three. I think he did as well. And did enough to win. It wasn't a stellar performance. No, it was not. (laughs) No, it was not. I like that. Can you tell me why we called it Bucket of Wind? Yeah, do you you want to field that? Do you you want want me to do it? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. So it's a funny story. Actually, Matt came up with that originally because we were we knew that we wanted a podcast and we wanted to have. Whoa, what just happened? Oh, wait, he just got the finish. Did he just get the finish? I think he just got the finish. Fuck. Fuck. Always we, happens. We, we have missed two finishes now. Yeah. Why do we even have the fights playing at this point? He's going to say, fuck um, me. But yeah, Matt came up with it. We knew that we wanted a podcast and we wanted to have a central network where we hosted multiple shows because we like different things. Oh, here we go. Um, so we were like, what can we... Whoa! That's the standing Grammy. Oh, no, it went through the decision. It went through this. It went the decision. But yeah, we wanted to call it something that was unique and it was easy to remember. So we started to think of Bucket of Wind would kind of make sense because... We can all talk for long periods of time. And it's an expression and it's in an the expression Northeast. In the Northeast. That when someone monologues, they have like a large bucket of wind. Or what they're saying is a bucket of wind. Yeah. It can, it, depending on the connotation, you could, you, you could construe it as someone saying a lot, but it doesn't carry a lot of weight. Or they just, uh, they talk a lot. Which it works in both ways for the channel. Because a lot works in both we're ways. joking. It's kind almost. of tongue in cheek. Kind of yeah, thing. we're tongue-in-cheek almost all the time. Yeah. I don't think a lot of serious statements are being thrown out. We literally had a 15-minute segment on furries on our comedy show. So definitely a silly, silly goose time. So, yeah, that's that's where the bucket of wind came from. Which, dude, I learned about – okay, I got schooled, by the way, because after we talked about furries, I had to do some more research. And there's actually two groups of people on the internet that involve, like, uh, animals – and they interact with animals in different ways. So you have furries who dress up as an animal that they think embodies the same qualities they do. But they don't think that they are that animal, right? Oh, really? So they'll dress up as a fox because, like, I like foxes. They're cute. But then you have other kin. And other oh, kin are the crazies. Yeah, I have other kin. Because other kin, 
think that they are certain animals. Like they think like I am a wolf and they will, they will pee in the bushes, mark their territory. They'll eat raw meat because they think they are a wild animal. I don't think that I am a wild animal, but one is a part of me. (laughs) That's what they'll say. Like this guy. Oh my God. You have to read his, he's on Tumblr. You're not going to ask me what it is. I, I will after this. Okay, good. Because the way they say it, they say it exactly like that, where he's like, I have multiple kins. And he's like, I'm part badger, I'm part bat, I'm part fox, with a little bit of elephant. And I was like, a little bit of elephant? What are you talking about? But what, what is yours? What is your... It's a sloth bear. <laughs> or a bear sloth. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. How rude are you? I'm ignore. I, yeah. I am... You guys know what that... That looks like it's a, a really, bear? it's a really catchy name. Can we name. show him a picture? I think Keith is a catchy name. I don't take compliments well. I'm telling you, the these other kin, dude, they are the psychos on the internet. I'd much rather go to a furry convention than an other kin convention. This is my other kin. Wait a second. Wait a second. I might have another kin too then. These sloth bears look amazing. Fuck you, it's mine. Oh, they look beautiful. I didn't know it was a real animal. Yeah, buddy. Look at how majestic that shit looks. You made it block out all of the screen. It deserves to be front and center. <laughs> but if you insist. Yeah, let's look at a profile. Not just, yeah, let's look at a, I want the body. Oh my God. It is, it literally is a combination of a sloth and a bear. The fuck do you think it was? I'm just shocked that the name explains exactly yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, check out their claws. Like. Yeah. It, it's a sloth did bear. A, did a bear fuck a sloth? Or vice versa? No, it's a sloth bear. How was this created? Different. different it's God's animal. mistake. It, it is a sloth's claws. A sloth's lanky body, but it has a bear's fur and snout. It's a different animal altogether. Oh my God. You know what? That's my other kin too. Fuck you. I'm taking it. I feel a lot the of sloth, sloth bear's bear not me. selfish. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God, dude. Let us know in the chat if you guys had an other kin, what would it be? Dear God. I could go down to the sitting room and watch the fights, but I'd rather watch you guys. Hey! Thank you. Appreciate it. Dude, I appreciate your positivity. I was gonna say. Most people suck cocks. Yeah, you should see our DMs, dude. It's a fucking battle there. It's a firefight every day in the DMs. Well, I think... what. All right, I'm going to give my take, and then I want to figure out, like, why you think that is. I think it's because some people are jealous. Yeah. Because they want to have a presence. Not that we have a presence, but they want to put a show out they have on fun the internet, like and they want to have fun doing it. So they're like, oh, these these guys are having fun doing what I wish I were doing, so fuck them. Or they see us being creative and like producing something, something, and that makes them feel bad because they're not in general. They might not have the same goal, but they're like, "I'm not being productive, and you guys are." So fuck you. And people love love to hate when people are having fun, and it makes them even more mad that like, like we're just here to have fun. It's like literally why we do this. We're not. There's not some world takeover, crystal ball. No, the reason I did it is because I. The reason I I am doing it with uh, you and Matt obviously is because I a I wanted to have fun and we already hang out so it just makes sense to film it right if we yeah. think it's uh, it's literally this is us all the time if it's funny right and b it would be great to 
just hang out with the like-minded people and establish a community, right? Isn't that the f- fucking goal? We got Kevin Lee in the back room training. His braids are already frayed, though. Yikes. His powerful braids. Someone get this man a barber, though. Wait a second. Powerful oh, wait, never braids. mind. They're, they're actually pretty good. Pretty good. When I see people happy, it makes me happy, to be honest. Of course. that You're not alone in that at all, dude. No, I don't think you're alone in that. But I I don't think it's uh, that's why as I watch... commonplace as people lead on. Dude, that's why I watch Oprah. Because uh, I like watching her when she does the reveals, buys people fucking cars and yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. She just bought Weight Watchers, so let's hope that she keeps the weight off this time. <laughs> while I have oh, you here... Holy shit! While I have you here, I appreciate each and every one of you for coming out. Be sure to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. That tends to help us out the most. Bucket of Wind on YouTube, and you can go follow us on Twitch, Bucket of Wind as well. And if you guys want to see our comedy show, it is on our YouTube channel. Just go check it out. Can't sleep, won't sleep. It's where we talk about everything and anything. Yeah, we're pretty funny. Yeah. Whereas uh, you you can get like us commenting on the fights here loosely because we did talk about Pokemon's face yeah, for this time. We pretty much half of about missed a bit. <laughs> we missed that knockout, dude. That was insane. To be fair, dude. How about? I am excited to see this main event, though. For how many consecutive weeks, though, do you think that Oprah kept her boyfriend Stetson tied up in the basement? Stedman? Stedman. Stetson. Stedman? Stedman. All right, how long was he in the basement, though, before she was like, I gotta release him, or he will call the cops? That's tough. Because he was definitely a cover-up, right? For her relationship with Gail? I think he was aware. Well, you mean for the public? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because back in the 90s, like, she didn't want to come out. You know, I get it. It was a very volatile culture in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it was cool. That's why they broke up. Did you hear the severance package he got, though? Yeah, she gave him, like, a quarter of a million or something. More, right? than, that. More than that. It was, like, five. Oh, sorry. It was, like, $550,000. <laughs> She's not going to leave him with and fucking like, pennies. Dude, worth. hey, if any woman, you can break my heart for $550,000. Not like I'm throwing it down like Stedman is, though. Have you I had, mean, he was the full package. Then you haven't really had your heart broken. <laughs> <laughs> Got fucking a dude who walked right out of a Nicholas Sparks novel right here. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, dude. <laughs> you are really funny, guys. Dude. You're touching me. You're touching me. You know what's funny? I think you're going to end up starring in Dear John 2. Her boyfriend is Gail. Uh, well, I think Oprah would be the man. Really? Gail wears pantsuits and she's so aggressive? So is Oprah. Oprah's not aggressive. Did you see Gail's interview with Oprah's fucking... never not yelling. Dude, did you see Gail's interview with R. Kelly? She was asking him the fucking questions that mattered. Yeah, because he you're gonna rapes tell me, people. You're going to tell me she wasn't? You're going to tell me she's not aggressive? Okay, first of all, allegedly. Use your common sense. <laughs> That's stupid, it. guys. Come on. It. That's stupid. There's a video of it. I don't know how to hog that, people. There's a video of it. <laughs> okay, first of all, go back and listen to the interview, and then listen to what I just did. It's spot on, and I don't apologize for it. Um, I don't know how to hog that, people. I was going to say something. He I starts crying after that. I forgot what we were talking about. Fuck. <laughs> I can't believe Gail sat across from him and was like, how do you respond to the allegations that you hogtied several women? <laughs> That's not sexy. 
That's not sexy. Have you ever seen someone being hogtied? I've seen it on several illicit Japanese websites, and I didn't. You've been broken for less. Oh my god, dude. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. I have gone into the red. Oh my god, all of you, all of you. You learn though. That's where you learn, baby. I was gonna say. Because now you're like Elsa and Frozen. Like a phoenix, <laughs> I rise from the ashes. Does anybody have $20 for the loan? <laughs> Let me see it. <laughs> have you seen Artem's face from his... Uh... Yes, I have. You look so cute. Who's cute? Which and one are, of us is cute? And, and are if you it's a not woman? me, and if it's not me... I got a fucking problem with that. You're about to get hogtied. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Daddy's, uh, that might be a lady's username. And if it is, what's that? I'm just kidding. Have because... I seen Artem Lobov's face from his bare knu- after his bare knuckle fight? I did. And that is why they will never get rid of the gloves in yeah. the UFC. And Joe Rogan even said after that fight, he was like, I was wrong about bare knuckle combat being preferable because he didn't. we didn't account for yeah, your knuckles will break when you're in a bare hand brawl, but he did not account for fighters just saying fuck it and allowing their hands to break. So what we've seen by and large in the bare knuckle fighting championship, people will just say, I know my hand is going to break when I land this overhand <laughs> right. I don't care. Yeah. It's going to swell and I'll be fine afterward. Mm-hmm. I'll get the surgery. And it, not dude, only that. What is wrong with Kevin Lee's belly button? <laughs> Oh, it's a severe Audi. What is going on? It's it's a next level Audi. It doesn't look like he has a hernia, but it is fucked up. It looks like a pinky toe is sticking out of his belly. I can't believe someone said you look so, so cute. Which, first of all, obviously they're talking about me. I look like a whole snack right now. You know, you know, if you wanted to get Scooby Doo to go on an adventure, you know, you'd feed him. You feed him me. Yeah. That's how much of a fucking. I know you're gonna snack keep talking to make yourself feel better. And I'm going to let you... <laughs> <laughs> what, until uh, Galissa throws down the axe? It's Gadissa. Gadissa? Well, I can't read it from here. I'm shocked they got that many letters correct. <laughs> I'm impressed. I was going to say, I'm... it's 12-point font, and the monitor's like three feet away. And I'm literally right here, and even I'm like sounding it out. <laughs> <laughs> because I can barely read. We have RDA making, away, making his way to the octagon. His facial hair makes him look like he's an extra in the Sons of Anarchy. I've done bare knuckle fighting and I won my fight, but I'd never do it again, to be honest. Dude, fuck you fucking won? Well, Keith, congratulations on the win, first of all. Wait, Keith sounds like a bad motherfucker. Second of all, Wait a second. we get a bad motherfucker in the chat. What's yeah. up? Hey, Keith, don't hurt me. That's awesome, Keith. I'm going to come to Ireland and we're going to have uh, a Guinness on me. Dude, if, yeah, I was going to say... You have a tape of it? That'd be fucking sick. Be sweet. Uh, you have more balls than I do. If it was bare knuckle, dude, I couldn't... Because I'm just worried about this middle knuckle just cutting my fucking Ah, face. shit, dude. RDA's making his way to the octagon. And You did not it, even hear my joke. As soon as I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Fucking... You're next level savage. You're R- Logan Paul levels of savage right now. How dare you? Uh, RDA, give me a drink. Yeah, yeah, I got you, bro. RDA is making his way into the octagon. As soon as I saw him, I remember him talking about his kids. Want him to win. That's how I operate. Dude, that is the most crushing thing, huh? When fighters are just playing with, like, their baby daughters. And then they're like, yeah, you know, I really just want to spend more time with her, but I'm always training to give her a better tomorrow. 
And, you know, that's why I want to be the champion. I want to give it all back to my kids. And then you just see them get starched in front of a stadium. My eye got fucked up. Dude, I'm sorry. Are you, like, bispinged out forever? You look good now. Dude, I, I can imagine, though. I get tired watching these goddamn fights. Don't like, worry, Keith. It would probably take you, like, 20 bare-knuckle fights to look as bad as this guy. Don't talk about yourself like that. <laughs> I won't stand for it. Whoops. I won't stand for it. <laughs> Dude. You're just trying to get that monster plug so hard. If people only knew how much monster we actually drink. I We're not sponsored, but we drink. I'm going to be a part of a medical study in the future. <laughs> we drink a disturbing amount. He drinks, he drinks it even more than I do. Yeah. You drink it with meals. Yeah, I do. Which I found the most surprising. I find it compliments it well. Try to eat a burger while drinking Monster. I got a sore throat. Dude, I, I got a uh, iced Americano today. Tastes like shit. It's so bad, dude. It's so bad. It bitter. literally tastes like fucking dirt. Yeah, but I got it from Starbucks, and I'm starting to... I, I got one from a cafe, like an independent cafe, a few weeks ago. And it was... Bitter as shit, but it was drinkable. I got one from Starbucks today. Yeah. Oh. Tastes like dick. <laughs> so bad. Is it a familiar Especially taste? Especially bad. Not a good one. Not a good one. <laughs> like, back from my days in Detroit, dude. I don't want to think about that again. Back from the rough days. Back from the rough days. I do boxing most of the time, so I'll be okay, hopefully. It'll be Dude, okay. boxing is fucking right awesome. Right up until you step outside to go to the grocery, and you're like, why am I outside? <laughs> Dude, no, boxing, I think, is one of the best ways to stay in shape. And then you'll shape. turn around and be like, where do I live? I think it's one of the best ways to stay in shape. Who am I? 100%. It is. Because boxing is just fun, too. It's it, it's not, like, practicing wrestling is painful and tough. and Yeah. it's Wrestling's only fun right after you win for like 20, 20 seconds. I like wrestling. And then you look at your coach, and then you, you look at the scorecard table, and then you remember that you have a match in 10 minutes after that, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then if you lose, you're sad for the rest of the day. So. But I liked practicing wrestling. I was one of those weird... Wrestling practice was not... I, I, I never... Well, I'm not going to say I never disliked it, but it was fun. Because I genuinely liked the people there, even though there were... Six of us. Yeah. Because that's, that's what wrestling down south is like. Yeah, you wrestle down south in America, it's like teams are getting canceled all the times. Baffling. Because no one does it. But then you go up north and it's like it's bigger than football up there. Football sucks. Unless you're 6'3". Unless you're 6'3". In think which like, case, get your bread. If my kid was like six foot by the time he made it to high school, I'd be like, play football. But if not... It dude, doesn't suck. I just think that... It's 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 impossible to overstate the importance of getting involved in one-on-one -on -one sports. Like it is, it is, it's really important. I think martial arts too. They instill such humility in you, and we're about to see the humility of RDA oh. versus Kevin Lee right here, right now. Real men like it black. Oh, coffee. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh. Yikes, <laughs> dude. Yeah. But here we Kevin Lee, oh man, getting really aggressive, taking it to RDA already. Like we anticipated. I wonder if he'll use Oh, RDA though lands a good Two left quick hand. Left hands from RDA. 
Let's see who slows down the tempo first. Head kick from Kevin Lee bounces off the guard of RDA. Oh, oh shit! Takedown for Kevin Lee. I don't know how cleanly that punch landed. Yeah, it was a stumble, it looks like. Was it? I don't think he clipped him. I think it was a stumble. Happened too goddamn fast. Kevin Lee passes Kevin Lee, though, can he hold down RDA? I'm taking, not the, taking RDA's back. I'm not sure if he can hold him down here, though. Oh, God, I'm going to vomit. Wow, these guys are so... Look at it. They're, they're so coiled up. They're burning so much energy right now. I had 10 fights and lost once. When I lost, it really killed me. Dude, ten, uh, nine and one's not bad. But boxing, isn't they... They're such fucking dicks. As soon as you get a loss, dude, they, they're just so hard on you. I don't you. know what the bare that is a, boxing that is a, circuit is like. That's a oh. good-ass boxing record, though, dude. Nine and one, yeah. I'm assuming, is that, like, have you, did you go pro, or is that an amateur record? Either way, it's fucking good. Yeah, it's good either way. I'm just curious. Oh, Kevin Lee in Kevin on Lee another shot. All over RDA. He is never not in on a shot right now. RDA landing some elbows against the fence, though. RDA is like another wrestler, dude. Fuck. He's almost as frustrated as Emil Mack, dude. Help guy out, right? Dude, like, give me a fucking striker, dude. Please. That's the one thing about wrestling that I, I feel like a lot of people don't know. Like... A lot of bodybuilders especially, they'll be like, yeah, dude, I box in my free time. I could oh, fuck a dude up in a street fight. And I'm like, you don't know what street fights are then. They're like very mushy and you're like breathing heavy and you're, you're, it always becomes grappling because you try to throw a punch and now you're two feet from, you're a foot from the guy. So you embrace, you clinch. Oh yeah. And now you're just wrestling and it's slow motion. It's terrible. That's why a guy who knows a little bit of wrestling will win. 90% of street fights. Easily. And then the one guy with jiu-jitsu will kill that guy who yeah, knows wrestling. You'll win. You'll win. Amateur, but I'm definitely going to switch over to MMA soon. Definitely, dude. Do well, that. you're an island, dude. You can go to fucking uh, SPG. SPG. Do that. I don't know what the commute is like from Derry, though. I don't know. They have multiple gyms. Do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Plus, the MMA scene in all of Europe is just blowing the fuck yes. up right now. And we're seeing all these European kickboxers. Cage Warriors is legit. Dude, their level of talent, since they've been on Fight Pass, has, like... Skyrocketed. It's hard to quantify, like, yeah. how much better of it's, it's got. It's, like, exponential. Yeah. And not only that, you're seeing a lot of these European, UK boxers, Great right? need to the body for And RDA. kickboxers... That are now going over to MMA and their striking is on like a different level. Yeah. Because Europe has just been doing kickboxing for years. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and especially when you get into Western Europe, it's been boxing for years. RDA is pinned up against the fence looking up at the clock. Oh, plum clinch for RDA. Kevin Lee did a great job of fighting out of it though. Yeah, Kevin Lee is putting so much pressure on him. That's what we said he had to do, man. You got to slow RDI down in the first round. If you don't, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a, a bad, bad time. time. Oh, shit. Great knee the body for Kevin Lee. 100%. A minute left in the first. Oh. I think that head kick landed for RDA. Yeah, it did. I think uh, Kevin Lee's got a good poker face. 
I would keep trying for that fucking head kick. RDA, it's there. Kevin Lee gets kicked in the head. Absolutely. Takedown for RDA. Wow. RDA is the takedown now. There are no more fights, only fighters, only grapplers. I do. You see, like, the, there's a disproportionate amount of UFC champions that are wrestlers. Yeah, I think it because it's. Uh, but I think the part of it is it because provides the biggest foundation. Yeah, and that you say, can dictate where the fight takes place, and that is. And one thing that is the taught, most important thing. And one thing that is taught in wrestling is regimentation. Yeah. Whereas jujitsu guys are walking in, chatting thirty minutes before practice. It's so laid back. It's it's like shockingly laid back. Yeah. And then they do like five I'd minutes. I argue that those are not good gyms. And then you do like ten minutes of like technique, and then you just roll for forty minutes. Katie Taylor influenced me, not even McGregor. She is unbelievable. I've heard about her. I've heard about her from Conor McGregor, funnily enough. But yeah, from what I've heard, she is uh, an amazing boxer. Bad bitch. Yeah. Speaking of bad bitches, dude, poor Megan Anderson. It's a <laughs> hey, now that you're sad and you need someone to cheer you up, give me a call. The fuck are you talking about, dude? Dude, Megan Anderson's gonna give me a call. It was a give bummer me a to watch. It was a bummer to watch, dude. Megan Anderson got choked out by Mackenzie Dern a year later. <laughs> Mackenzie Dern, post buffet. Dude, that head kick hurt Kevin Lee. It yeah, landed. just like in the Edson Barbosa fight, dude. Hits the top of his head and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's poker face right there all day. I'm rooting for Kevin Lee, though, dude. Are you? Why? Because he's a young dude and he's just, uh, he has so much promise within the sport. Yeah, but he has time. That's why I want RDA to win. You fucking turncoat. I never said. I never picked. I never. You did with your eyes. What? <laughs> Kevin Lee applying pressure against the fence again. In on the shot. Kamara grip for RDA. Power moves by RDA here. Looking very good. McSlam. Oh, shit. Big time squeeze for RDA. He's got a guillotine. Kevin Lee, though, back on the pressure, dude. Kevin Lee back on the pressure. Kevin Lee is just crazy muscular, dude. Jesus. Yeah, he's pretty ripped. Pretty ripped up. Oh, single leg attempt here from Kevin Lee. It's a good attempt. Very well defended by Dos Anjos, dude. Really good wrestling for him. Impressive. Man. Impressive takedown defense. Oh, sure. the Kimura grip from Dos Anjos just that's ripped why, the shoulder of Kevin Lee. That's why they do that, huh? Dude, that is aggressive. Did you see how he literally just tore his shoulder out no of his kidding. pocket? Hey, you still have a labrum? Dude, that, was, take care that, that was vicious. You still have a labrum in the shoulder? Ooh, that head kick landed for RDA. I'll eat every fucking Ooh. chicken in this room. That left-handed land. That left hand landed for RDA. Now RDA, RDA gets the takedown. Takes, takes Kevin's back and drags him to the mat. Dude, I'm shoutcasting this. Deep breaths from Kevin Lee here. Woosah. Woosah.
RDA's looking good. I'm telling you this right now, dude. RDA looks pretty fucking good. Ooh. Head kick. Now. Let's see if Lee can uh, respond. He, he looks to be getting... Slowing down. Slowing down quite a bit. Head kick. Oh, or leg kick. Ooh. Ooh, nice left from RDA. Nice teep to the body from Kevin Lee. Solid combo by Kevin Lee. He's going for the Kamara grip. High crotch him, dude. High crotch him, Kevin Lee. Right now. Step in. Do it. He's so... He's Just tired. do it. He's tired. Yes, you can. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. Big shy guy. Huh? You big Shia LaBeouf guy? Hmm. Oh, God. They're going to meme that. I yawned. Um, am I a big Shia guy? Yeah. I'm a big Shia LaBeouf fan. Really? Yep. What was your favorite Shia movie? Mm. Anything other than Transformers 1, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, jeez. Center Mass. Then Transformers 1. <laughs> Fury. Fury was so good. I heard he was like a dick on the set, though. He played Bible. Oh, yeah, he's a method actor. He's a complete uh, asshole, apparently. So the whole time, like, he wasn't washing not, his clothes, yeah, smelled like showering, dick on set. Pulled out, his, uh, pulled out a tooth for that role. Oh, God. He did such a good job, though. Killed it. He was so believable in his role. Killed it. That was a great movie. Such a good movie. Where you thought it would lull and suck, it just went left on you and just kept S getting kept better. Kept getting better, absolutely. Big fan of that movie. And right now, Kevin Lee is unleashing Fury oh, on RDA up against the cage. RDA appeared to be getting the better of the exchanges on the feet, but Kevin Lee's pressure up against the cage has been very nice. Yeah, Kevin Lee has been relentless. Which is what I said, you know, he'd have to do, just like Kamaru's mind, Colby Great Covington. defense. But what we've seen is... Kevin Lee's wrestling is not as good as Colby Covington's or Kamaru Usman's. No, it's not. It's still elite, but oh, big shots land. Trading for here, trading. Good teep to the body. People don't use that enough. Yeah. Shooting. Ooh, Kevin Lee. was he clipped there? Can't tell. I cannot tell. Dude, you're not getting that takedown fish. Then, wow, that takes a lot of strength to do. That is very impressive from Kevin Lee. That dude is strong. Fully, he was fully defending the single leg. Dude, just pulled your leg in and stood up. All of RDA's weight was on top. Are you of gonna him tell there. me that these professional athletes are pretty strong? I mean, that's even for the professional athletes. Second round is over with. Kevin Lee is tired. So is RDA. Newsflash. Both fighters are tired. Absolutely. Great. Great or great? Great quote from the Hound. Did you say something from the Hound? I don't remember. I completely fucking forgot. Anything about Game of Thrones right now, I just see red. I'm just fucking upset, dude. Triggers me. I still love the show. It's because I love the show so much. It literally is like talking about an ex-girlfriend. I'm like, I just love her so much, dude. <laughs> I don't know why she did this. Yeah. She's a <laughs> bitch, man. She's a fucking bitch. You can do better. You deserve better. I miss you. What? No, you miss the idea yeah, of her, man. I miss how she used to be. Yeah. 
God damn it. George, you sweaty old man. You should have finished the books. It'd be totally different. You should have finished the books. If he did, rather. Fuck you and your weird Hollywood orgies. Flying knee from RDA to start off the round. Lands on Kevin Lee's chest. Kevin Lee, powerful Chinese dragon on his back. Is that what that is? That is what that is. See that? It's a fucking Gila monster. A Gila monster. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah, it's a Gila monster. Jesus Christ. Even though it's pronounced... It's spelled nothing like that. So deceptive. It's not. Venomous reptile. Every time I look at the Gila monster, though, it just reminds me from that one of that one dinosaur in Jurassic uh, Park, the one that has the fans that open up on the side and it it spits me the of venom. Coyote Peterson. Dude, Coyote Peterson is fucking... He's the best channel on YouTube. I love it. Oh, Crucifix for RDA. Blocking the hips of Kevin Lee. And you wonder why Kevin Lee is number one reason for uh, moving up in weight? He couldn't get a top five opponent. I believe it. And then no one would sign the fight. Wait. This fight's at welterweight? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Swear to God. You're lying. It's right there. It is. You know it is, dude. RDA, get it. Go- oh, he did say that. RDA going for another takedown here. Wait, Kevin Lee transition. Kevin Lee is RDA's bag now. Great grappling exchange for these guys. Wait, RDA is going to reverse position. He's going to go to full guard. Unless Kevin Lee can rotate out. Oh my god, Kevin Lee's rotating out. No, no. Kev- RDA's got the leg and he'll pin it. Has there ever wow. been a gay UFC fighter? Uh, Not active. Other yeah, than other Amanda than, Nunes. Other than Amanda They're Nunes only women. And Nina Ansaroff. Tisha Torres, Raquel Tisha Torres, Raquel Pennington. Only girls. There's been no openly gay men as far as I know. No openly gay men. But there have been... I'm sure there have been There have been men. some questionable dudes where I'm like... Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course not. You can be an openly gay fire. I just think that it's... Even... I don't even think the MMA community would be that bad to, like, come out. Who... I don't think anybody would care. I think that some gyms might, uh... It might be a little weird. It might be weird, but... That's their problem. Yeah, I was gonna say, I really don't have any issue with it. Because it's exactly like, um... It's like asking a dude, what, you can't grapple with a woman? You're just gonna be weird about it? How did you guys remember? I'm from Derry. Bro, got that memory, Yeah, stored it in my mem. Got that deep, uh... I got the hyperdrive. He's working with, like, uh... Windows 98... (laughs) Got an SSD. <laughs> you have an SSD? Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck me? You're all regular ass memory. I think I'm got an SSD. I have an SSD. It's quickly accessible. Keeps my computer running cool. Gay men like Cameron? That's a band. <laughs> <laughs> you just go with the remove. You already know what's up, baby. Oh, shot you down. RDA up against my mod should be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. RDA again getting taken down by Lee. 
Just the pressure. Oh my god. <laughs> Just you know what RDA is saying with his RDA is saying with his body language right now. No. Yeah. No Get kidding. Off Get me. off. <laughs> now he's pushing so fucking hard on his head. Yikes. He's doing. Oh god. Kevin Lee putting all of his weight on RDA, but RDA is conditioning so good. That That's my really thing. RDA is doing everything right. So it's like, what? Yeah, it's... What do you do if you're RDA? Other oh. than what you're already doing, you're oh. defending, right? Oh, Kevin Lee taking the back of RDA. Oh, oh, oh! Graveling exchanges. They're topsy-turvy. It's a human pretzel, dude. It's the human centipede. Yeah, they're just switching. Dear God. So many legs rolling around here. Who's winning? Yeah, um, I would say Kevin Lee is winning. Although it's it's very competitive. It's the third round, the end of the third round, five round fight total. Yeah, Kevin Lee is fighting his ass off, but RDA RDA is definitely getting the better of it on the feet. Do we have any Irish relatives? Do we have Irish relatives? You know, in America, it's all we're an German, amalgamation. We're German and Italian primarily. But it's all in, once you get into America, it's all a. But I think there's some Irish there. If we went on Ancestry, it'd be like 30 different things. Yeah. So it's hard to say that we're one definitive thing. But yeah, man, this is a hell of a fight so far. I mean, Kevin Lee and RDA are just laying it all out there. I think we're mostly German. Well, look at you, dude. Mostly German, and then it's like... A t I, no, we're like a good bit Irish. Actually, yeah. your forehead's definitely German. German, Irish. <laughs> you like that one? German, Irish, and Italian. Just hit a dinger on you. Oh, with my forehead? Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Is it because it's big? <laughs> <laughs> Germans have big foreheads? <laughs> it sounds, that sounds bad, but like, that seems like... what? A, no, it's like, that's such a benign statement. I was going to say, like, I feel like... More space for my big brain. Yeah, totally, dude. Nah, it's just Kevin a, Lee though, his cardio, he must have gotten a bow flex or something. You know? I thought RDA was gonna kill him LOL. Uh Yeah, yeah. Kevin, Lee, Kevin is, Lee moving up was good. Oh yeah. Um He's doing well, to be honest with you. He's he's looking good at the weight. He he's a bit tired, but honestly, who wouldn't be after uh three rounds of a very high paced fight? So we'll see how it fares in these championship rounds, to be honest. But right now he's looked he's looked very strong. He's looked he's looked strong. Uh, his pressure has been relentless to say the least. So it's interesting. I, I we'll know by the end of it whether or not moving up has been good for him. But I think as of right now I can say it was. But the striking exchange has been pretty fucking even. So they have been even. But the pressure oh, oh my that God. was so accidental. It was accidental, but it, it was a blow to the ball bag for yeah, sure. Yeah, because RDA parted the red sea of his legs just as Kevin Lee's kick was coming in and he just hit him with like a nuclear kick to the dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh broken. Oh <laughs> it was a straight up nut shot. Oh god, they're broken. They're broken. He shattered his stones, Mike. Oh, my God. Steam is <laughs> shooting out of the jizz generators. <laughs> <laughs> they will never be the same. Oh, my God. Thank God he already has kids. Oh! Sorry. What was that? <laughs> I thought Kevin Lee broke his leg. Because <laughs> <laughs> the leg kick got yeah. checked? Yeah. No, no. He It landed, and Kevin Kevin's leg buckled. Sorry. Oh! Big takedown attempt here from Kevin Lee. This is huge. RDA is holding on to the fence. 
If he lands, this is huge. Have you guys ever had any experience of fighting? Not outside the gym. Not outside of the gym, no. No professional no. or amateur fights. Nope. Just uh, gym warriors. Yep, just sparring. Not even really. More like... Just a few times. Yeah. Very controlled stuff, though. Too good at uh, chill, like diffusing situations to have any ha happen in the street. Yeah. Never gotten into a fight at like a public place, just because uh, we're, we're pretty chill dudes. But I will say, um, definitely we're fight fans first, not fighters. Oh my god, no, dude. I'm all set. And we never claim, and we never claim to be fighters. That's one thing we always say. Definitely not a fighter. But we have watched a good over. Five I've watched too many fights to want to. Are you shitting me? Look at this. This is brutal. I mean, I I do love martial arts though. Stop being mean to Cameron, man. Also, what did I do on my last birthday? Um, what did I do? Oh, I hung out. What's the closest you... I think our closest experience to an actual fight has been with each other. I don't know. You know, as brothers. Probably. You know, just throwing hands, dude. I've, ha I've had, like, altercations on the football field before. When we played football, we got into a lot of fights on the team. Just because we were playing with a bunch but of... That was practically encouraged, and they were some sh hooligans. Y'all yeah, smoke, well, bud? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, no. I'm not, a, I'm not a big bud smoker. I mean, I don't begrudge anyone for, for partaking. I'm big into wellness, so I just really don't... I mean, it's actually pretty good for wellness, though. Oh, yeah? Is it, it is. Does it cure cancer? Is it a, no, it's a health it's, food? It's definitely good for, like... Yeah, blow me. Mental rehabilitation. Well, it's, yeah, okay. It's not that long. I really totally is, dude. I fight because it's the only thing I'm good at. No, I'm sure you're good at other shit, man. Hey, dude, I bet you're good at fighting, too. I'm dude. sure you're good at that as well as many other things. Yeah, dude. And I, I kind of Oh, get... shit! Oh, RDA is head trying to get Kevin in a head and head arm Head and arm choke. A minute and 16 seconds. Oh, he's stopping! Oh, RDA wins! This is why I gotta pay attention. What the fuck happened? RDA wins via head and arm choke. Holy shit. Head and arm choke for RDA. RDA is your victor. I think Kevin Lee got tired as fuck. Oh my god. Yeah, but what kind of bud do you smoke? Baby Takashi? Baby Takashi. Baby Takashi. Oh, baby Takashi. Takashi. Tablashi 7-9. Tablashi Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but... um. What bud is? Let's watch this. Let's watch this. Watch Depends this. on where you live, I guess. How strong the bud is. Kevin Lee is in on a single. Oh, RDA reverses position. Kevin Lee's so fucking tired. That's just unfortunate. Oh my god, he got tired and he got reversed on. Ah, oh, he slipped. Slipped and fell into a fucking choke, dude. Yikes. Oh, he sunk. RDA sunk that in so fast. Yeah, he slipped, and as soon as RDA got that position on top of him, he was tired, slid right to mount, and got the head and arm. I'm here drinking, bud. LOL. Dude. Funny. Yeah. I mean, I've had beer. <laughs> I sound like Brett Kavanaugh. I like beer. I drink beer. <laughs> Don't compare yourself. To <laughs> how, how shitty is that allegations make you not want to even compare yourself to somebody? Yeah, right? 
He definitely doesn't take up half the screen, man. Easy with that shit. <laughs> Dude, you know how it goes. Um, Bud is the preferred beer, though. It's either that or Modelo. Not a big beer guy either. If I drink stuff other than water, it's almost always an energy drink. I drink a wide variety of things. Fuck, what a card, though. Holy what a fucking shite. card tonight, boys. Thank you guys, any, everyone who came out. Make sure you drop a follow or subscribe. Make sure you go over to our YouTube channel. YouTube, search Bucket of Wind. We do a comedy show there every week as well as doing an MMA submission for every UFC card. If you guys want to come out to those. And remember, if you want to listen to us while you're pushing in the fucking gym, you can go on Podbean and listen to us. And also, let us know in the comments down below, right? I want to hear in the chat too, how mad are you? at the Game of Thrones creators, and how happy are you about Kevin Lee losing to RDA here in the main event here tonight? You know? Absolutely, dude. Yeah. But, Jesus, what a card. Let's recap it for the guys watching at home. Let's go through every fight that has happened tonight. Bam. So, we kicked off the main card with Davi Ramos beating Austin Hubbard with a unanimous decision, then Charles Oliveira knocked out Nick Lentz in the first round. Second round. Vicente Luque knocked out Derek Kravitz. Then we had Megan Anderson getting outgrappled by Felicia Spencer and submitted in the first round. Then we had Antonio Carlos Jr. losing a decision to Ian Heinch. And then the main event, Rafael DeSanjo secures a win in championship rounds by a head and arm choke over Kevin Lee. Remarkable card, very very fun, absolutely amazing. I would, lo I would love if you guys did a podcast whilst drinking. Maybe a drinking someday. episode, yeah, yeah. Maybe someday, if the channel gets big enough where people request it enough. If the channel gets big enough, maybe someday. Yeah, I'd be open to it eventually. But again, we appreciate. And you know, we're drinking proper twelve. If we do. <laughs> We appreciate each and every one of you for coming out. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and drop us a follow on Twitch so you never miss a podcast. We love you guys. It's been an awesome stream. Cameron, any words? No. Peace out, bros. I will say if you want to make sure to listen to us on Podbean on the go. As you're yes, driving to and from iTunes, work. Google Play. You can find us all those places. But, uh, yeah, it's been awesome hanging out with you guys. See you next time. See you. Just a great fight card.